0: Welcome to a frame apart, the podcast where every episode we compare two films. Wait, wait,
1: this isn't frame apart. We're not. (gasps) What? We're at six four six. We're in Peterborough.
2: We're not in Toronto today. We're not. He wishes he was frame apart. Uh, That's that's a classy organization. Classy show. It is. Yeah. Yeah, classy show
0: uh, with some classy folks. It's no, true. No
1: public access. Quark. No, no, none of that shit. Yeah, it's coming all the way from modern superior. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs> there's, there's a high dick to joke ratio in <laughs> that. Yeah, that's right. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, this is great. I get to have two of my best friends in, which is so nice because it's a long time coming. I've been wanting to have you guys here for a long time. And now we finally actually get to do this on a very special weekend, Bab.
3: Mm-hmm. Very, very yeah, sweet.
2: I'm here. Of course, it's a special weekend. Well, that in your your Peterborough should just be like overflowing with moisture because I'm in it. That's right. And your extra go around yeah. the sun. There's just far pushing too on much its walls.
0: in my head right now. There's, I don't know how to how to factor that.
2: The kind of the imperial concept Moistness. of me just fucking. Ew, well, you don't want Peterborough moisture. <laughs> <laughs> It floods. Oh, God. It's, when it gets... Yes, it, it does have a tendency to get overly moist, and it kind of smells like coffee filters and old cigarettes. So. so just real quick, I should probably introduce you guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, a little bit. Before we Hi. keep going... Hi! welcome? This is... This is June.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Hello! Oh My moisture nice. smells of old cigarettes and coffee, too. Oh, God. So that's, get in there, face 1st oh. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: It'll only bite a little. <laughs> uh so that's bob barrow say hello. me hello i go. i am bob barrow and and we have ariel fisher
0: hi
1: i'm dawson mcmanus 646 is uh it, it's your, your show it's my show it's, it's not a frame show. apart it's right you have six a frame four apart six. is <laughs>
0: guesting on that's six right
1: it's a wacky crossover like when the jetsons met the flintstones Oh my god. that was actually a really good movie that <gasps> is was what brought really the movie.
2: jetsons back on television really Yep.
1: man that's one of my favorite yeah. crossovers that and actually I recently watched the uh, Family Guy Simpsons
2: crossover. Yeah. I Only it. one I season of the Jetsons was actually done in the 60s. Really? Yep. The rest of them were actually done in the 80s. Huh. Because uh, Jetsons tanked mm. in its initial ratings. So they pulled it and then they crossed it over and brought it back. So all the rest of the Jetsons stuff happened in the 80s. That's fun crazy. Facts. That is a fun that. fact. But I wasn't
1: that up to speed on the Hanna-Barbera either.
0: And that's really a nice introduction to Bob because he happens to know a little bit about a lot of things that you would never think to know. And it's kind of fascinating, really. I try. That's a that's a pretty key thing about him.
2: Mm. So I am great. Keep it up, guys. <laughs> Keep going, tell me. Oh, man. But let's talk about me. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Ariel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But yes, from a frame of
2: part, we'd like to thank 646 for having us, you yeah. know. Yeah. Name the show and everything. It's fun it's to be
0: it's fun to be a guest. That we it's, don't have to like If the show sucks It's not our fault Yeah we can kick well, back we It can is hoax. though Because I've
1: had other guests That are great So if you tank it Fuck
0: those <laughs> right, guys but, but see you've only had Two other s- guests Or that's sets true. of guests that's, At this that's point That's true
1: No you guys are the first This is the first three way
0: uh, On 646 uh, I'm so yeah. glad to be your the first The show yeah, was
2: so The show was in so much trouble You really had to resort To almost DVD Right That's uh, the only uh, thing Eiffel Tower Yeah Opened up like a Thanksgiving toy key there are there's so many fists things. in
1: place uh, <laughs> so this is gonna be by far the most graphic and most shticky <laughs> uh, and I don't mean sticky with a lisp although no, we no, could no. mean that too <laughs> but uh, the most shtick ridden uh, episode so far so that's the goal buckle we do. Up. that
2: is really all that frame apart
1: specializes buckle in. up buckaroos <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god Get ready for some fun. That's an
1: asshole.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's it. There is actually no more fun. That's no, the end that's of the it. episode. That's guys. the end of the
1: episode. It's been a great us. visit. Oh, cheers. Yes, we're day drinking. Yep, because we we're recording be. this during the day,
0: yep. and we're recording this during the day, so we're day drinking. And today's a bit of a celebratory day. Isn't it is.
1: Not? It is very much so. It is. What it? What's today, Bab?
2: Well, it was a fucking week after my birthday. You oh, lazy fucks!
3: I <laughs> was with you on your birthday. Thank you very much.
2: I was playing a show. I yeah, I really likely things. story. I had to work, man. Likely story. Like we're guesting That's... on a music podcast or something, right? You, you <laughs>
0: think he was like a musician or something? It was right? my
2: boy. It was my birthday this? last week. It last was Sunday. It was my birthday. And so. and speaking of which, just I'm to kick off, thirty two years young. Fuck yeah! So, just to kick which off. Apparently, young people <laughs> actually find me disgusting now. They don't. They do.
0: No, people at my they just work found out how old disgusting. I was, and one
2: person actually went,
1: "Ew." Well, you know what, though, really? I mean, e- ever since we were kids, people always kind of
2: found us disgusting. That is true. So, not changed. <laughs> to whole be fair, changed. I had my ass out and was rubbing it on the carpet at work. So, I really can't say. Sometimes <laughs> you got to reach those hard to itch places. Yeah, I, the
0: dogs I, have a, have a I real I warned you latch about the worms.
2: Head. I it's, warned you. I always wondered if those dogs had it right, and you know what? They do. <laughs>
0: Legs up, hands down, driving across the carpet So
1: in order to kind of uh, get things rolling, just to have some fun, I figured I would give Bob his presence on the show.
2: Aww. Yay. Yay. I'm
1: going to do it one at a time.
2: Oh, He literally just set one ball in my hand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And next comes Lefty.
2: (laughs) He always starts with the right one because it's my favorite. All right. I call the big one So Bitey. (laughs) (laughs) I call the big one Bitey. (laughs) <laughs> so he just hand. No, we should just not tell them what it is. No, no, you. Have to. Ah, this thing I'm holding is so amusing. He just gave so... me a packet of Swiss Chalet homestyle gravy. It's not even the chalet sauce. No, it's no, the gravy. gravy. It's the B squad of chalet sauces.
0: Bob is obsessed with Swiss Chalet and specifically with the chalet sauce. He would, if he could bathe in, it, if he could make me out of chalet sauce. He would. If you could marry Chalet Sauce, A note to
2: if there's any lady lubricant companies out there that are listening. <laughs> have you? Chalet Lube? Sauce Chalet flavored sauce? Chalet Sauce or Arby Sauce, you know. Hey, that would hey, be hey. That'll sell big in Wisconsin. I'm fucking telling you.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? That gravy is going to go great. With... If you pull a chicken out, I'll I be
2: quite surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Chalet, I've Chalet had Sauce ladies, everybody. Yeah.
0: Chalet Sauce Lays. The Swiss Chalet
2: Lays. Now, if I, I can suggest everybody go out and get these. Because of all of those stupid flavored Lay's that they have that all yeah. just taste like gross. Taste like poutine. No, this no, actually no. tastes like you dipped a Lay's potato chip in Swiss chalet sauce.
0: Yeah, they're actually pretty it's good. It's pretty
2: wild. I, I clearly have no I do like concern the for, for your theme,
1: gastrointestinal Oh, health.
2: no. You'll you'll <laughs> get the shits, but you'll feel really good about it. It's like enjoying the pukes. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. When you finally let it all up and yeah. out. Oh,
1: relief. Ugh. Um, now for like an actual, for your real present, because those are kind of...
2: Just all the, the sticky presents? Yeah. Those we are said prominent. there'd be a lot of shtick on the show. Uh, yeah. Okay, so first off, really cool bag. Avengers bag? <laughs> yep.
0: Trying to make it a secret up until the last second. Oh, yeah.
2: What is this? Open it. LV-426. It's an it's egg carton. It's from Whalen Utani. It's an egg carton from Alien. Is this like garbage pail kids? No, 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 no. Open it up, man. The egg carton. Oh, wow, it is actually
0: a... looks like an egg carton. To yeah, me. it's a total egg carton. And, and Amber told me about this. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, I she knew it already. Amber... Okay, well. No, no, no. no.
1: At least you would forgotten.
0: Oh yeah,
2: they're so cool. Oh my god. Yeah. They're little alien eggs yeah. Yeah. with little face
1: huggers in them. Yeah,
2: man. You can hide your weed in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could, but. You're taking them home, so I don't want to hide my weed at your house.
2: Safe handling instructions. To prevent infestation or impregnation, keep all living organisms away from (laughs) the eggs. That's amazing. Discard broken, cracked, or open eggs and run far, far away. (laughs) (laughs) Some (laughs) eggs contain face huggers, which are most certainly bad for your health. Do not look directly into the eggs. We're talking to you, John Hurt. (laughs) Yeah,
0: come on, man. This is 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 absolutely
2: riotous. That's pretty cool, right?
0: That's super cool.
2: This is fantastic.
1: Thank you. Which is funny because on your last uh, podcast, you guys were talking about Ridley Scott.
0: Yes, we were. That is true. So the, last well, is dep- is uh, the last episode of our show. this is the last episode of our of our show, depending on when you're listening to this.
1: Oh yeah, when you're listening to this, it will not have been the uh, the last no, episode. No, it'll uh, be many episodes It was episode since eighteen. Yeah. yeah, so it'll For be the, reference. It'll Those be the episode so cool. where you guys were doing the eat your darts. That's a monster sculpted as it the too.
0: end of our November. They even right. sculpted
2: right. the little vagina on the inside of the Seriously? face on right? his mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, look at that vagina. They're well, they're well made. Oh, it's got that's riotous. Oh, yeah. We... I thought for a minute they were shot glasses. No, 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 no. That seems this like a waste so of the business cool. opportunity to not make alien ah, egg shot kind of, glasses. You have to
0: take it from me because I'm touching the fingers of it and it's given me the heebies. <laughs> oh, it's man. Because fuck face huggers. Because we'll they're, like, they're uh, we'll take
2: some pictures and you can post yeah, it yeah. On, your, yeah. on your on your Twitter. and You guys the could see yeah, around want. The,
0: like, the mucus connecting. The, yeah. Like,
2: here, look at that. Oh, well, yeah, man.
0: They... That's so cool. It looks slimy. It's not, but it looks it.
2: That's great, man. Thank you guys You're very welcome. much. Happy birthday, brother. That's bananas, man.
0: And now they hug Thank it you. out. Because it's guy love. In between two guys.
2: Should we call my phone? That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> my could. ringtone.
1: Don't I don't know if we actually have uh, the rights for that, though, so we probably can't. you not No, but for if we're show. singing it, it's fine. Oh,
0: no, not yet. We're not
2: getting paid. We can do anything we want. Well, I, I'm not getting paid yet. Yeah. Well, we just won't get paid for this episode. If you're
0: not selling the podcast, awfully confident for his third episode. (laughs) If you're making a profit off of selling the podcast, then Mm. it becomes an issue. If you're just if it's if it's not for profit and it's not for profit, then it's fine. If somebody wants to sponsor you, well, you guys you guys work the the
2: you guys can just do the show. I'm going to play with my eggs. All right, right, cool. So so Dawson, Ariel.
0: Yes. What was what was your earliest sexual experience?
1: Uh, well, does it count for like the first time your dick kind of rubs against your leg and you go, oh,
0: <laughs> I d- what? As someone devoid of penis, I'm gonna just say maybe.
2: Uh, Dawson th- was a worldly three-year-old.
1: <laughs> it was early. <laughs>
0: early. I was equipped. It was literally this morning. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I came out of the womb and my balls dropped right away. I was well, actually, like, infant, I don't know what I'm talking infants, about.
1: June. Infants actually really can get erections. Very, you know, like. Baby that's why they have to use the forceps to pull it. them out.
0: Yeah, so speaking of baby cock, <laughs> since that's what gone. Whoa.
1: <laughs> be nice. I am nice. I'm,
0: I'm keep fucking the, lovely. Keep right.
2: the eggies in the middle of the
1: table there. I all right. So nice. uh, typically the format of the show, if you can call it a format, is uh, it's kind of interviewee. Uh, obviously, this is going to be a bit different. I would like to start by saying, though, Bob and I have known each other since high school.
2: Yeah, so if we sound very like the ambiguously gay duo, it's because yeah. we have known each other for quite some and time. It's
0: because they are the ambiguously gay duo. had <laughs> a real f- life mate. Come yeah. on now. Uh, you know what? I find myself. Use the to proper be nomenclature. You're Turk and NJD, and, and I am Carla, and yeah. I'm genuinely concerned that I could be replaced. <laughs> by we
2: had the conversation a long time ago. It just didn't work out. It was the whole penis thing. Just parts don't interlock, yeah. and then we, we had to move on. So,
0: <laughs> but you still haven't really moved so on. So you're to... Uh, no,
2: uh, we we, we we just we enjoy it. our silver
1: medals. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. Amber is the love of my life. Keep saying and it's it. So a silver <laughs> medal. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. I got a fucking
0: silver medal. <laughs> oh, y'all. reaction.
2: Fuck you. I'm just sitting there like, yeah. See if she gets that. Yeah.
0: Oh, I got it. I All just right. waited. Let's
2: that. So, so we're going to rock wait. some uh, little interviewee, a, yeah, yeah. a little back and forth. A little
1: back and forth interviewee. Um, how do you guys want to start this? It's Almost your, it's your show. It's your circus, man. Hey, this,
0: is, this is your world, man. We're just visiting. All
1: right. Well, um, <clears throat> I guess because I know you better.
2: Well, yeah. Why don't we start? So with, we'll start uh, with big area. ups.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? I'm not big ups. I said big up thanks once, and then my nickname became big ups.
2: She it's... says that to strangers, but she actually break dances under the name was big ups. That's not
0: true. I used incredible. to tap dance and do jazz, but that's it. No. Let's see you dance, sucker! <laughs> you <laughs> got, got nothing, nothing on me. <laughs> 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 One of many occasions where I stare blankly at the two of them, mm. like,
1: huh? It mm. Yeah,
2: exactly. Something something you got something in my pocket.
1: Give it a squeeze and say, "How do you do?"
2: <laughs> so, yeah, why don't you drop some questions on uh, on Big Ups? Oh, yeah, all right. She's a fascinating gal. What? I should know. Right? I've seen her naked.
0: <laughs> Thanks, honey. Thanks. I did this morning. It's true.
1: I appreciate the pictures. <laughs> yes, I'm kidding I'm kidding I didn't appreciate it <laughs> it's a tough room it's all jokes baby he's fighting
0: desperately to say sorry because I'm staring him down and it's no, taking everything no but this time
1: it wasn't about
0: him. it wasn't about the fact that I'm a Jew that's right great.
1: which by the way I, I genuinely have no problem with with the Jewish people,
0: I love making him uncomfortable. We have to About somehow
2: himself. get that at the front of the show. Yeah,
0: and all I Jews am, are welcome on the yes. show. That's
1: right. I swear. <laughs> and I'm proof. There is, there is no, there's no, there's no. All right, can, now turn down the microphone. Oh goddamn! <laughs> you <guys. laughs> You're turning.
2: So Dawson's gonna ask Ariel some questions. Where were you born?
0: I was born in a in, Jewish hospital. I, no, I can't remember what hospital I was born in, but I was was it Women's College? I think it was. I think it was women's college. What? Wait, 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 wait. Was it a
2: stormy day? I think it was a sunny day. <laughs> I think it was. I swaddled. No, I don't
0: know if I was swaddled. Shut up. These are my questions. <laughs> How would you like it if I was interrupting with all of your questions? Okay, it's a problem. Oh, I Anyways, yep. I was born and raised in Thornhill, in Thornhill, Ontario.
1: Okay, which is is that a suburb of Toronto? Then? It is a suburb okay. of Toronto. Yes,
0: cool. to clarify, it is it is north of Toronto. Right so it's like yeah. a
2: clean Brampton
0: as a, as a lot of people in and of you know as a lot of my people would call it it, it was you know the Juberhood <laughs> <laughs> so, I've
1: never heard that that's awesome yeah
0: because yeah. you're not a Jew well wow, that's true yeah or from Thornhill
2: yeah. or from Thornhill <laughs> yeah, right
0: which is the Juberhood oh is it okay yeah Very it's cool. one of the Juberhoods but it's a pretty they have a
2: they have a Jewish Sobies there where I found Fruity Pebbles <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, uh, we, really? they we we always got <laughs> the, the American cereal there for some reason. I don't know why and we they awesome. still do. Yeah. I no longer live in Thornhill, obviously. We live in Toronto in downtown, yeah. but
2: Toronto proper. Mm-hmm. Next question, Fast and Furious. My okay, brother. so uh,
1: almost everybody in your family is involved in the medical field in one way or the other. That is true. So pretty heavy science background.
0: That's true. My uh, my mom is a retired microbiologist turned IT tech. My dad is a pediatric biochemist who works at CHEO and runs the children's, uh, the newborn screening program of Ontario.
2: Right. So fun fact, for anyone listening with babies, your dad will probably test them to make sure they're not like retarded or something.
0: <laughs> it's true! My dad will test <laughs> them. Not like brain it.
2: retarded, like body retarded.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. My dad will be the one handling your baby's DNA. To be
2: handling your babies.
0: DNA, their DNA, not their babies. Handling. Oh dear God. Larry, fiend. No. <laughs> wicked,
2: wicked, smart phone. That is a crazy and job. And
0: along the lines, continuing, my stepdad yes. is a retired uh, uh, orthopedic surgeon, and. Uh, also does medical legal work and my stepmom is a medical transcriptionist and contract nurse so right. the entire family the entire immediate family is in medicine
2: yeah what and happened to you
0: i my brother and i diverted <laughs> I, I was going that was going to be the follow up yeah
2: cuz
1: your brother is a writer if i'm not mistaken yes. yeah and you are too but you're a little bit more um, streamlined in your focus
0: uh, I, I have been. I'm starting to not be. Things are oh, okay. kind of, everything's kind of in flux. There's, you know, there's a bit of an identity crisis, Cool, which is cool. I'm okay yeah. with it. Well, I'm not, but I'm saying I am because that makes it easier.
1: Yeah. Well, but, but I don't know the way growth of any kind is good. Yes. Whether it's confusing or not, growth is always fun.
0: Growth is definitely always fun. <clears throat> Especially when it's as big as mine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The uh, egg looks like
2: a little wiener when I put it in my crotch.
0: It's is, a hot cross bun wiener. That is a fat wiener.
2: That's, that's, Short and fat. That's a it's, hot it's, mess. It's a show and not a grower. I
0: can't look away. Um, but yes, I am a film critic and freelance huh. journalist. Right. Freelance media journalist. <laughs> Docking. Stop.
2: It's like a reverse goatee.
0: <laughs> Some of the eggs are open. And he just put an open one yeah. in place of his peen. Um, I could some put point, my wiener in it. At, at some, some, some point, p- I'll finish an answer to a question. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, and I was gonna say also at some point, this is gonna be a there is gonna be a video component because shit like this, we can't.
0: You can't. We it's, can't it's miss these things, right? Yeah.
1: So continue. So,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, film critic and freelance media journalist, uh, but I'm starting to kind of dip a toe into fiction. I've cool. done poetry in the past, and I'm kind of starting to even root towards revisiting some of that and doing more essay format work that's not necessarily pertaining to media consumption or right. media at all. Um, I have also an idea in mind for a book that would essentially be sci-fi. So no way, yeah, have I not told you about this? No, when did this come yeah, about? Yeah, a couple of years ago. And what the, the idea, fuck, we've and known each I, other wait, for like three years. years. Yeah. But the idea and, kind of right, edged right. into my head. I'll tell you about it off the air because I don't want to share that. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just yet because yeah, yeah. it's still in, you know, it's it's still in the intellectual building it's blocks. It's in the range.
2: gestating stage like an egg. Like the alien <sighs> I'm egg. doing like egg. so much hucka. egg-related humor today. It's crazy. <laughs> it's exactly. <I'm- laughs>
3: But, um, uh, oh, but Jesus. yeah. So strenuous I... connection. Seriously.
0: And he just Chicago. keeps
1: coming with the yolks. Uh, yeah, yeah, ah! yeah, 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 yeah. Yuck 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 yuck, ah, yuck, 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 yuck. Yuck,
0: yuck, 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 yuck.
2: Jesus. Yeah, they're making fun of <laughs> me. Yeah, we are. Uh... I went to Chicago, but it, but was, it was closed.
0: closed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Very nice. Okay, Starting okay. to branch into some fiction stuff. My brother, four years older than me, is, uh becoming an author he's written a book he's starting to pitch it around and trying to sell it he's also uh still working on his phd in uh, english literature so Jesus. yeah so he has the education that makes our family approve of him and i don't mm. so they don't shit
2: got a little deep there for a minute
0: mm, wow. yeah and now we're right back at it that's ah, <laughs> hey. hey
2: all right so do you uh does
1: Big Ups want to give a big shout-out to her big bro?
0: I love giving what's, big shout-outs. What's outs. his name? Derek. Derek oh, Fisher. There you go. So if any of you out there who happen to be listening to this podcast are in the literary world, know of people looking to buy a book. I don't exactly know how the system works. But if you're looking you to buy it. You it to an
2: agent and they rep it to a publishing house and then the publishing house buys it for a certain amount of money in advance. Or yeah. So
0: if there sales. are any agents out there looking to take on a new interesting voice in literature. He's incredibly fit. I don't know if that he's, helps yes. make he's your also, decision process, he's, but he's also, a very fit He's man. not an uggo, so it'll help sell go. the books. His
2: jacket photo will just be bristling with masculinity.
0: Exactly. So if anybody out there is interested in that, Derek Fisher. Give him a look-see. He's cool. not really on much of social media, so that's literally uh, no the best hair. I can do.
3: Mm-hmm. So no Thank,
1: thanks, thanks, <laughs> okay, so... From a long line, or just a maybe not a long line necessarily, but with a very deep like science, sciencey <clears throat> family. So how did how did how was it that so you were able to divert into the arts? What was your first kind of ah oh, wow moment? I guess for something artistic or creative, what grabbed you?
0: It's funny, because you asked me about this earlier, I, and yeah, I, I was like, I have no idea. I don't have an answer to that. Um, I have a couple of answers to that, and I'm going to start with the one that's a little less depressing, um, <laughs> because it just kind of clicked in my head, and I'm like, oh, that is technically the answer, but it might it's, it's a little heavy. That's um, all right. So, answer. that word again, heavy. Heavy. Is there something wrong with the Earth? It, in the future, is there something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? Right. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. I did. Thank you. Yeah. That felt good. Right. I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Um, a Huge Back to the Future fan. That quote
2: was brought to you by Back to the Future and Robert Zemeckis, <laughs> and Bob Gale. Yeah,
0: the Bob's Bob Zemeckis and Gale. Um, but uh, so, film and the arts in general were always kind of around. Right. My mom always wanted to be an architect when she was a, when she was a kid. Okay, but didn't her parents were very old fashioned? They emigrated uh, to Argentina from Poland. Um, My grandmother, more directly, my grandfather, had a slight detour in a Siberian gulag for the duration of World War II during the Holocaust, but um, made his way to Argentina. And so they were very old-fashioned, traditional folk. And um, so women were teachers or nurses or stay-at-home moms. Um, They didn't really pursue things like that. So instead of becoming a nurse, which my mom didn't want to do, she became a lab tech. Okay. And got into microbiology, which she in- wound up finding absolutely fascinating. Bugs are super cool. And I mean like the microbial bugs, not, yeah. you know, uh, not, not Vinnie. Not insect. men- Corners always yeah. Bugs. Yeah. Um, but so she always had that inkling and she's always kind of dabbled in painting and things like that and, and really enjoys film. So film was always mm. a, a part of my life through my mother, as well as through my father, who was always a little bit more artistic. He, he was right. very much of the sciences but my dad was a photographer as well, still is mm. to an extent, not as much as he was when he was a lot younger, but sure. like he gave me my first camera when I was 13, a DS, uh, an SLR, uh, that was his first camera when he was like 16. So I inherited that, uh, the light meter broke shortly thereafter, but you know, I got into photography through him and, uh, we worked in a darkroom for a little while, like in high school and things like that. And right. really got into photography and, and the physical arts. Um, and again, film was always a big thing. So film has been in my life since infancy. Right. So I have no recollection of. Apparently, the first movie I ever saw was Home Alone. <laughs> that was the first movie I saw when I was awesome. like two years old in theaters.
1: The greatest version of White Christmas, as well, by the Drifters in that in that movie. Yes, right. Excellent version. So good. But, Sorry, but I going. have no memories. What well, is a
2: music podcast? So you have to bring. Well, yeah. It back, yeah, every yeah. now us segue
1: it in to yeah. some tunes. Yeah. But... I'm going to
2: step out on this one because dreaming of white Christmas, Christmas.
3: Just, Just like the ones I used to know <laughs> <laughs> That was fun! Oh, that was really good! We should do more
0: of that <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs>
3: yes.
0: well, High five across the right. table!
1: Uh, we'll come back to that maybe a
2: little. later. I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket, so <laughs> like literally a nice bucket, yeah, with like, handles and everything. Yeah, padded handles, lion. a really comfortable glove. <laughs> so There's cool. wheels on the bucket. I couldn't drag a tune in a bucket.
0: <laughs> oh but, Jesus! So to continue.
1: Yeah.
2: Sorry.
0: Um, I didn't really think that getting into the arts was going to be something that I could actively pursue. I'd always mm. kind of been. It had always kind of been there to an extent. And then when I was about 16, and this is where it gets a little sad, uh, my, my boyfriend at the time, who I had broken up with a few months earlier, committed suicide. Yeah. So I went through a really low phase. And math and science was always really hard for me. Right. I always like, Science really interested me, but math I sucked at. Like, still to this day. Like, nothing. Just no.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so those took a really big hit in high school while I was taking those courses. Sure. And I failed math that year, and they made exceptions for me, and just I, yeah. I just couldn't go on to like the college-level math the next Most year. Most
2: people don't dig into mathematics as a solace after no. a big loss.
0: <laughs> but I dug into art class. Right. And I dug into painting and drawing and started doing that more. And I also dug into writing. That's when I started mm. doing poetry, and it right. was very maudlin. <laughs> because one, I was a... One, I was a teenage girl. Sure. Two, I was a teenage girl who had just gone through a serious tragedy. And three, I was a teenage girl in high school who had just gone through a serious tragedy. So, of course, it was modeling.
1: Yeah. That kind of stuff is cathartic, though.
0: Exactly. Mm. And that's what I got out of it. So, I entered a competition that our high school had every year. It was a literary literary competition where you could submit essays or poetry, long form, short form, whatever. My brother had always... Entered short stories. The last two, the last two years, he had entered short stories, and he'd come in either first or second place. So he, with that, came being published. Cool. In a book, a hardcover book. Yeah, yeah. That would be sold at Indigo briefly, like a short run of it.
1: Wow, that's cool.
0: Like I think one location yeah that was yeah. near the high school. Still, still, yeah, yeah. that and, ain't nothing. And we would do a a, a li- like a reading. Upon, <laughs> he's got a he's got a graboid on his face.
2: A graboid? Do you want to reverse that and try it again? Face, face
0: hugger. What's a graboid? Tremors. Oh, no, not a graboid. Face hugger. He's so cute on your little nose. Um, But yeah, so I entered the competition at, for poetry. <laughs> like, Sorry. Yeah, they're just Oops. making them, each other laugh.
1: It's going to... Yep, there it goes. There it goes. Come on, man. I just got you that. Don't break it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck you. Stupid. I'm taking it back. Yeah. <laughs> So I entered a a piece, a couple of pieces, and I placed in third. So I was published and I did a a live reading. And it was a little, it was cathartic, but at the same time, it was a bit of a terrifying experience for me. But that was kind of the beginning of it. And I was also pretty involved in drama and stuff like that at the time and directed a play in my last year of high school. And so it all kind of spiraled from there. And then when I was in university, um, super into writing and everything, well, super into uh, film, and my friends were always telling me, you should do film reviews. You should go out for the for, mm. I went to McMaster for, for the McMaster silhouette and like volunteer as a writer. I'm like, no, no, it's not for me. It's not for me. And it took months. And then I went to see a guidance counselor to talk about my next steps going forward in school. And she was like, no, you should do this. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll go by in a couple of days. No, no, no. And she was like, she, she put her foot down and was like, no, you're going to leave here and you're going to go straight to the McMaster silhouette. It's right down the hall in the student center. You know where it is. You're going to go in there. You're going to ask them to sign up as a volunteer writer and you're gonna to talk to them about it. Nice. And I'm like, well, and she's like, no, you're making excuses for yourself. <laughs> Try.
2: Get down there, pussy.
0: Yeah. That's that a, a tough guidance and counselor. she was, she was super tough. This was the woman that moderated uh, my talk oh, when I was at McMaster. Okay. Rowena Muhick Day was her name, and I remember her vividly nice. because when I went. Lord of the
2: Rings character.
0: Right. <laughs> when I started going to McMaster, I was actually at Ryerson first, and I dropped out, and I took a year off, and I was conversing with this woman, Rowena to go to McMaster and she gave me so much help and then she was my guidance counselor along the way. That's and she's awesome. kind of a big reason of why I'm doing what I'm doing.
1: That's sweet. Those right? kind of people are really important though. Like And
0: and she was exceptional. You and get these other guidance between. counselors yeah. who just don't mm. do anything. It's like, yeah. well, you could go on and do an undergrad. You could do another undergrad, you could do a master's degree, just stay in school until you figure it out. And for her it was like, yeah. no.
2: Just keep spending money. Do, yeah. 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 And
0: for her actively it was like, no, feel it out, go out there, live life, do the things. But with this she put her foot down and was like, no, you're gonna do it. And so I started writing for the McMaster silhouette doing film criticism and it's and it's and and it's been a thing ever since.
1: And now what has that led to?
0: What has that led to Oh, and it's time for plugs now. It's time Um, for plugs.
2: Plug it, jam it in there. Well,
0: I have (laughs) (laughs) As, as a result, I've written for publication, well, online publications now on two separate continents. I've written for a publication. Uh, I've written for places in, well, I'm getting to it. I'm working my way up. Plug the show. I'm going to plug the show.
1: It'll be there soon. Plug it.
0: I've written for uh, You'll get your turn. Pub- publications in London, England, in Manhattan in based out of montreal uh many based out of toronto i've written for Rue magazine uh row three where i still write occasionally toronto film scene um a bunch of different places like that i've submitted the board, to the cbc AORC. creative huh tell me about the board yes i am now on the board of directors for the canadian association of online film critics yes she is where That's can people
1: it. find
2: that website they can
0: find that at <laughs> filmcriticscanada.com uh, you can also find that at Film Critics Can uh, on Twitter. Um, and they can. Oh, they can. And we have a bunch of... Ser- I'm not sure when this A-chow. is going to go live, but we, we, we do like panels and discussions and things that are really, really fruitful. So if you're in Toronto, you can attend them. If you're not in Toronto, you can, you can pay essentially what would have been the admission fee. So about $10 unless you're a member and then it's cheaper. Uh, to listen to the audio file and watch the video of it after the fact. So these Very resources nice. are available online mm-hmm. and the goal for our organization is to encourage aspiring writers and to you know, kind of help them hone their skills and progress creatively. So it's it's literally designed for everybody. It's not like the TFCA. We're, right. we're intended to be a growing group. Sure. Uh, also, uh, we have A Frame Apart, yeah. which is our podcast. We're hosted by Modern Superior, uh, which is a website run by Dan Gorman, Casey Lyons, and Greg LeGrow. Uh It's an excellent podcasting. They moment. make
2: us say that when we're out in public. They do. They, they <laughs> They'll know they. know if we don't. don't.
0: They will.
1: Um, and <laughs> Casey soul, just, just had his second <laughs> <laughs> kid, so
0: I, the, depending on when this goes to air, another Mazel talk to Casey and his wife may ask. Uh, mm. But yeah, so you can find us on... We're on Twitter and Instagram as a Frame Apart Cast, so yep. at a Frame Apart Cast, and you can find us on Facebook. Just search a Frame Apart, and we're available on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, the Lord knows why, uh, <laughs> Stitcher, and the Pocket Cast app. So if you do decide to go and check out the show, please do uh, give us a rate, subscribe,
1: yep. give, and, uh, and like not us. not only just being friends with them, but I am actually a fan of the show. Yay. I listen to it every week. I always give it a like, um, because I actually do enjoy it. If I didn't like it, I just turn it off. Yeah. So I'm I do sure. that with. You'd be like, hey guys, good I, job. Turn so anyways, that shit off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I probably wouldn't. I I wouldn't blow smoke. I wouldn't say good job. Well, if it wasn't good, I'd be kind of bummed if the I'd show like you, sucks
2: and you haven't told us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd
1: be really. At this
0: point, yeah, we're we're almost twenty episodes in. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. No, it's 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 a good time, and it's it's funny too. The way it's growing, you can definitely. Because at first. It's very, this is, these are the films we're going to compare, and we're going to be really structured, and we're going to be really tight, and everything's, really?
2: and now, at first, a at first, poem. we were much more dedicated to, this is the theme of this week's episode, and we are very much going to be doing if that. If
1: you were to compare uh, Jay and Silent Bob, and the Avengers, and the Avengers, which was our to, first two,
2: yeah, which is the very
1: first episode, to the last Eat Your Darts, which was the Blade Runner when June comes to visit, <laughs> there's a little bit more of a yucca yucca departure That's throughout true. the episodes. As as the show has gone on, a, we get a lot more. In our yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your guys' characters have shone through a lot more. Uh, some political stuff has started creeping in, which is really cool because now it's not just you know, these are the films that we want to talk about and Obviously, we're very knowledgeable about our craft, but there's—it's getting more three-dimensional. I guess is probably the best way to put it. Is that it's? We
0: can keep him. I like him. <laughs> well, see, yeah, no, I'm—I'm I'm I'm not. I'm glad just...
2: you're finally keeping up. We were going to have to <clears throat> trade you in. I'm
1: Damn not it. just a dummy bass player, you know. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> I I know. He I plays know. the harmonica too. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that one's got ten holes.
2: That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> what she said.
2: With yeah. two reeds per hole. Giggity. Well, two-in-one slot is important when you're trying to get it to sing.
1: Yeah! <laughs> awesome. Yep. It's, yeah, it's
2: that's, that's the kind of day it's
1: going to be. And yep. because I haven't eaten nearly enough and I'm almost through a, a, an entire tall boy, which if you've listened to any of the other podcasts i put out, the one where I was talking to Matt Diamond, I very rarely imbibe. So one <laughs> tall boy is enough to make me a little spinny. So this is gonna be, Ariel's
2: driving to Red Lobster tonight. I think so.
0: Uh, no. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. We She's been doing coke today, for the last I three d- hours. We didn't drive today for a reason. I am drinking tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> By the way, there may or may not be a couple of Twinkies hidden in the house somewhere.
2: Just <laughs> <Like a laughs> shitty stoner scavenger hunt? <laughs> I'm tired as well, the fucking Twinkies, man. It's man, been seven minutes.
0: Man, man. Man, they're just they're they're just on the counter behind that Kleenex box. Nice. <laughs> They've been it's sitting nice. in front
2: of you the whole time. You've been doing circles on the carpet
0: like curly. No, no,
2: no. They're in the freezer.
0: That's terrible. No, it's not.
2: Twinkies are everywhere, man. <laughs> they're where you need them to be. In all your right. in your
1: spirit. <laughs> so maybe just, just for a little bit shift gears, maybe talk to, to Bab. No, I'm for, more interesting. Alright, then I'll
0: I'm kidding. Oh, all right, hey.
1: Go. Your, actually, your boobs are much nicer than his. That's true, because
0: <laughs> I have boobs.
1: Well, Shut to up. be fair... <laughs> 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 oh, buddy, I'm kidding. Come on, you know I love you. My Frame nose Apart nose. no longer endorses 646. Six. <laughs> and then the Boston... The Boston Axie. Mm. Fuck your show. <laughs> all right, brother. Mm. So as uh I already know most of this shit but yep. and for anybody listening There's where are no you no mystery yeah very few left very mm. few left if any where were you born a
2: puerto rican nunnery oh mm. parents were spies that's right <laughs> so <yeah. laughs> no i was uh, i was born in peterborough i was born at civic hospital back when there was still a civic hospital yeah that's right uh, Said a Peterborough regional, I believe yes. is what it's called. Not as much character. A lot better hospital, but yeah, not as much creepy old old character. It's a lot cleaner now. Yeah. So yeah, I was born at, uh, at Civic Hospital. I spent, uh, you got to get the little tail in your nose.
0: No, it's going to, I just nettied, it's too clean.
2: <laughs> It'll go right in.
0: It's, I touched my brain.
2: It's a nose douche. Oh. Noosh. Uh, yeah, I uh, I grew up in Peterborough. I spent uh, most of my life in Peterborough. Went away to uh, to Oakville for film school. Came back for a few years, and then I've been in Toronto for the last six yeah. six and a half years. Yeah. So, which time flies? Yeah, it does. Uh, your folks are
1: pretty creative, right? Yeah,
2: uh, is. I guess they like along the lines of the same art questions. Yeah, um,
1: totally along the same
2: lines, man. We've always been a big film and TV family. Uh, we never had a lot of money, so yeah, we could go to the video store. You know, it was a that was a reasonable expense, you know, for for entertainment. So we were at the movie store probably once a week for my whole life, um, and I think that's really where I kind of discovered art because i have very vivid memories of being about five or six years old and being at the video 99 on Ashburnham. yep it's no longer it's pizza joint now Yeah, it is now yeah but that used to be our video store and going in and you know renting ghostbusters because i just that's what i get every time and i also knew that the faster i picked something the more time i'd have to wander around the store right and just look at shit so i'd immediately go grab ghostbusters Give it to my mom, and then I would just wait for them to turn their back, and I'd sneak off into the corner. Well, most kids were trying to sneak or snatch a peek at the peek snatch in the behind the curtain. Yeah, <laughs> I was going, I was going to the horror section. Saying
0: the peek right. snatch and yeah. thinking of peek yeah. fiends. Want to snatch a
2: peek or peek peek a snatch? <laughs> vice versa. Uh, Friday six. Yep. Um, so I get it. So going and standing and being a little kid looking at these video cases mm. and just blowing my mind. Like, mm. not understanding that this is a real thing. Knowing it's not real, but it's a sensation that I've never really been able to recapture because you're looking at cases for, like, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 where yeah. Patricia Arquette's being eaten by the worm. or right? The Nightmare on Elm Street cases alone were just incredible. Uh, the Reanimator case, mm. uh, Cannibal the, Hooker's uh, Serpent in the Rainbow. Hellraiser case was big for Hellraiser you. Hellraiser was fucking crazy. So that we were always really big into, into film and understanding about it yeah like, i'd sit and watch something and my dad has always been really big on don't fucking tell me how it's done yeah. star wars is actually happening yeah like it is <laughs> like he, he's not he knows it's not but he doesn't want to really get into it yeah. whereas my mom was a big movie freak herself you know grew up going to the drive-in and double bills and all that yeah, stuff yeah. she tried to hide horror from me but she's a giant horror junkie yeah or she was so she'd sit with me and my sister on the couch and go We'd be watching something with, like, a, a creature. And she'd go, there's a guy behind that. We're like what? like, well, yeah, what? There's a guy that makes that. You know? There's somebody that's all on wires and stuff. And we watch, like, movie magic and stuff, which is on uh, YouTube. Like, all what 20 episodes. What a great episodes. show, yeah. man. YouTube movie magic. It was incredibly informative. It's like the people in the 60s and 50s that got to read Famous Monsters of Filmland. Yeah, yeah. F- movie magic was kind of like that for us. Yeah. Oh, I remember that show yeah. vividly. It was so, a big deal. So Keep going. we were always really big into that. It didn't take much, oh. um, and my sister started writing at a very very young age. She was kind mm. of a like Rain Man without the "eh." <laughs> she was <laughs> Jackie I mean, was in, driver. Jackie, Jackie your brother just the, compared you to Rain Man. I say without the "eh," so she's wicked smart um 200 246 <laughs> toothpicks definitely yeah. 246 definitely, definitely.
1: When i see you tonight at, at dinner i was gonna throw toothpicks at her she was punching
2: me in the face right. <laughs> yeah. so she started writing very early she was uh, involved with uh, theater she was having real plays produced when she yeah. was like 14 15 younger than that so she was writing mom would paint uh, dad mm-hmm. would do anything really? Yeah. Any kind of weird art that he'd see somebody do, he could just do it. Like one of those like really natural talent people. Savant, I think. Is yeah, the word. Is the word He's he, he got the aunt, so aunt of the Rain
0: Man. So, she, so he is, so he's oh. Rain Man with yeah. the ant. Yeah,
1: a little bit like that. Oh, I, lo- I love you, Brian. In case you're listening to this, I am sorry. We about can't the even Savant get him to thing. listen to our show. So All right. was, I'm probably safe. Then.
2: <laughs> I was really stoked on on film and especially especially special effects when I got into horror. Right, which dad. It's still your fault. So, what, getting into work? yeah, it's dad's fault. So, I used, I used to tell the anecdote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for sharing the story. I had been looking at uh, horror cases and I'd seen Army of Darkness and Tremors and like kids' stuff, right? So, well, I was, classics, not classics. Yeah, total classics, but stuff you can show kids. Yeah. So, I think it was my 11th birthday. And we're right because I could rent movies. That's what we did. You'd just go and rent three yeah. movies and you'd sit up with your friends all night and watch movies. Yeah, man. So we're at the uh, the Mr. Convenience on uh, River Road by yep. Autonomy Valley, and I turn to my old man, and I'm gotta work up the courage to ask him to do this. I'm like, Dad, I want to get a scary movie. He kind of looks at me. He's like, What? I'm like, I want to, I want to get a scary movie. I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm old enough. <laughs> Ten. I can't I'm a even, big
1: boy now. Hadn't I'm an adult 11. now.
2: Had even turned eleven yet? And he's like, Well, what, what do you want to get? You're not gonna be scared. I'm
3: like, no totally fine so
2: I wanted to rent John Carpenter's body bags because the cover Uh, was pretty wacky right now thankfully my dad didn't let me get that movie because in hindsight I've seen that flick it would not (laughs) have done to me I wouldn't be who I am right so he's looking around at the limited selection in the video store and grabs Hellraiser 3 yeah. Thinking it's the first Hellraiser because the covers are basically the same. Right. So his it's later on, with the cube and, yeah. yeah, 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 it's literally the same image just superimposed onto a cityscape. Yeah, this, yeah. So dad's logic, I find out years later, was I wanted to get something I knew was so fucked up that it would wreck you for horror. You just wouldn't. <laughs> you would be done. You couldn't handle. It. It's like give your kid a fucking carton of smokes. Right. Yeah. I caught him, him smoking. Yeah. Here's the whole carton. Yeah. So it was that kind of mentality. So <laughs> he gets awesome. me Hellraiser three, and Hellraiser three. I have it's a, not a great movie, but it's mm. it's a soft. I still love it. Yeah. It's a softer version of Hellraiser. If he had a got now, I saw Hellraiser about six, three or four months later, and that is. Yeah. Thank well, God I had I a couple of softeners. Yeah, I it's remember a, when you first showed me yeah. that. Whoa. Hellraiser three is a good stool softener for Hellraiser. <laughs> stool- so, <laughs> it helps it come out a little easier. Yeah, doesn't come out sideways. <laughs> But after that It's sharp and uh, spiky. <laughs> it's burning. Why is the coin so spicy? So after that it was I was just obsessed with horror. Yeah. And I started collecting and I started writing just Hellraiser ripoff stories and stuff. Sure. But then as I got a little older, I was kind of inspired and a little jealous of my sister. Like, I could do this, mm-hmm. I could tell stories. I had done some I remember putting on a puppet show in the third grade <laughs> where we made snakes of all stupid things. I hate snakes. And we spent weeks, me and my buddies, drawing these elaborate like paper bag puppets right. of snakes. And they were quite elaborate for third graders. Sure. And, right, and I wrote out a script. And I read the script while they were doing the puppets. And I remember getting kind of a kick out of that. A bit of a thrill. Was that your first like script, real script? Yeah, it was the first real presentation thing I've Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah.
1: 16 years and I didn't
2: fucking know that. So I'm a man of mystery. (laughs) So I was acting in school, (laughs) acting with my sister in her plays. And then I wanted to do more stuff of my own. And that's when we met. So that's that's when Dawson came in. Yeah. Yeah. And then it. That was a fun meeting. Yeah. And then it kind of switched over from theater to making movies. Yeah. So, and then it's to screenwriting and film school. And it's just kind of never stopped so yeah i think it would be a lot of fun to talk about how we met first oh, wait, time that one,
1: that one is that fun. is an interesting story should i maybe give a little bit of backstory on first
2: time it? i met Dawson he almost whooped my ass i should maybe give a
1: little bit of backstory on this um i trained in martial arts from the time i was four to the time i was 18 when <laughs> when bob and i met i had been fighting in tournaments uh i was
2: i think i was I was fifteen and you were sixteen, right? The blood of his enemies was still really fresh on his knuckles. Yeah. Like <sighs> he reeked of vanquished. He's, okay. had, he's
0: had to. He's had to declare his hands. He had
2: been listening heavens. to the lamentations of their women that day. That that might be maybe a little bit of an exaggeration, <laughs> but I had been I had been
1: fighting and winning in tournaments since the time I was eleven years old, and I would have been about fifteen at this point. So I was still really heavily training and kicking a lot of ass. In a spiritual sense, of course. Of course. (laughs) Kicking ass for the Lord. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Busting heads is the original. In a spiritual sense, sense, of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're uh we're at Ventures, which is a type of scouting. It's a, it's third level. Yeah. yeah.
2: Fourth level. You have Beaver's, Cub, Cub Scouts, 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 Ventures, Ventures. and yeah. Rovers. So yeah. I had been in Rover or in Ventures for 2 years at this point. Yeah. I big into scouting and I had brought in a buddy that you knew. Yeah. Joe Gorman. Gorman, who then is like Long-time I know friend. I have some buddies that I think they've done scouting with me in the past. They'd really get a kick out of it. I'm yeah. like bring him in. I was always happy to to have more people. Yeah. So we were yeah. a small company. So I guess maybe I guess some some preface along with the the fighting is I was pretty cocky about kind of running the place. A little bit. It was a little bit of, you know, my little arrogant serfdom. <laughs> it sounds really lame now because we were nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shit. You know, I took, I took scouting very...
1: <laughs> you did. You were pretty... I took it
2: very, very seriously. to anal. me Yeah, very anal about the whole process. And... For us it was about setting shit on fire. Yeah, it was about you know, let's (laughs) let's take it seriously, but let's interject this fun that we can all have here, right? So
0: very uh, Monica Geller of you.
2: So Dawson, I was I was a little anal about the whole thing. It was very serious. So Dawson and Devin, his brother show up.
1: Yeah and who Devin also was uh, martial arts trained as well, but he was a lot more calm
2: than I was. So Dawson comes in the room and basically we were in the big room. At uh, 1st St. John's at the church. That's right. So basically from the minute Dawson walked in the room, the two of us were just like... (laughs)
0: You smell like an Sniffing
2: alpha. at each other, just I'm like, this motherfucker, he's cracking jokes and like my buddies are laughing. I'm like, This motherfucker thinks he's gonna walk in and try and be me, try and take some shit over. It's cause I'm a funny, motherfucker. Yeah. So <laughs> so I start busting his chops. Yeah. Like friendly. Yeah, but a little Then yeah. <laughs> it really escalated quickly. Really escalated quickly. Venomous, not
1: feminist. Yeah, it's the alcohol. It was a very feminist <laughs> yeah. argument. Venomous, sorry. It it's escalated. the beer, guys.
2: I'm it escalated you. quickly into we just started slamming on each other. It, it turned into a screaming match pretty quick. Yeah. And I had no information about Dawson's physical prowess. eye. <laughs> pro- this is prowess.
0: Your individual wouldn't it be prowess? prowess all I had
2: was
1: singular. Yeah, well, it's like an octopi No, oh, it would okay. ju- it's just prowess. Oh, okay. You it's can't like a have multiple prowesses. Prowess. I, I didn't it's think just so.
0: But... prowess is singular. I thought so. Bob's all just I... really good with the words. <laughs> just
1: uh, I'm real quick, real quick to interject, Kanye. Um, uh, Ariel <laughs> and I edit Bob's work, his written work. So
2: yep. this is this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Keep yep. going, buddy. I uh-huh. love you. Happy birthday to you both I'm so glad to have So you all I really had was to know what was going on because I you know I was I was feeling brave my buddy Anthony was there who was a big mountain of a guy and I knew yeah. that if I you know kind of pointed and went kill you know he'd he wouldn't have hurt you but he would have physically removed you and <laughs> yes. that would have still been the considered this Anthony was a mountain of a guy but that probably would have been a very ugly slug out between the two of them. I'm glad that didn't happen. No, because that would have been that would have been very, very ugly. So bad. all I've got, all of a sudden, me and Dawson are nose to nose, basically. Almost. It got, wasn't far off yeah, of that. I've got Anthony behind me, so I'm feeling brave as shit. <laughs> Poor old Joe Gorman is standing off to the side, his jaw on the floor. Because mm-hmm. he knows. He knows mm-hmm. what Dawson's physically capable of. And I'm calling him out. And I'm not physically capable of much. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in high school. So, oh, Dawson is just standing there seething because he even, he even stops coming at me. And I'm just, and he just turns and just walks away vibrating. And mm. I'm st- I think I called you like, yeah, like walk away, bitch, or something. something I, to I that shouted effect. after him. Yeah, you oh. did. And it's oh, God. so funny. And at any time, he could have literally just reached out and twisted my fucking head off. And I would have deserved it. I got right in his face for pretty much no reason other than I was scared of a a new dog in the room, right? (laughs) So, Jay just doesn't say much. Uh, He's like...
1: Well, and the whole time, too, Devin's like, somebody's got to stop that guy. Yeah. Stop that guy from talking. (laughs) Stop that fucking idiot. Because Dawson's going to hurt him. And Because I used to have such a bad temper. And that was right around the time I was really working hard to control it which is why i was such a big fan of getting in the ring because i used to have a lot of pent up like for whatever reason I, I don't even really know why i just wanted to hit shit so which is why i was winning all the time i was just like yes i'm allowed sweep the knee right just sweep the knee. kicking people in the face man that really got me off at the time and uh so it's just like no i can't i can't hit the i was like I was pretty sure that you were untrained, just from the way you were standing. I was like, I can't just hit this guy. <laughs> you mean you couldn't that tell dumpy from his 170 athletic physique? Pounder. Yeah. Well, at the time, Bob was. I was. Bob, thin. I was he smaller. Was, he was still thin. He, he was, still was thinner th- than I am now. <laughs>
0: yes, but he time, wasn't was robust. Exact, he hasn't. I, you know, I've only known the guy three years, but I'm from pictures and you know stories. I'm pretty willing to bet you've never really had a an athletic. Well, he, was, he was
2: never jacked. There was build. one. There was at one time in college when I got accidentally fit. Working yeah, that's at the right. soup factory. That's right. Lifting all those soup cans. Yeah. I got accidentally fit. I didn't realize that it happened. Well, except for your cardio. Your <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the were cardio a train was wreck. But that happened later. There yeah, was that brief right. six months <laughs> where it was healthy, skinny. Yeah, that's right. So Dawson, in his you know calm wisdom, oh, walked new away. New
1: found or new attempted. Yes. Not
2: even new found, new attempted. Thank God, walks away. Oh. So jesus we're at school a couple of days later and we we'd float in the same circles yeah because of jay and everything and that kind of that group of friends was starting to to mix and we were f-
1: like let's let's call it what it was we were freaks oh we're, yeah we were we in were in a big losers. way like i was you know i i had long-ish hair and i was into comic books and video games and playing old yeah. quote-unquote old people music because i listened to zeppelin and the beatles and Rush. Yeah, the whole
2: nostalgia trip that everyone's on now had not come back around. Yeah, so. that was you had to closet
1: that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: which is funny because I never had to closet that shit up, but I think that's because I'm a girl.
1: Well, and you're you're a bit younger too. It's it started different. to get cool.
0: No, I went to the guys that I went to high school with were of that ilk, and yeah. they were not the popular kids oh, okay. at no. all. All right, so the popular kids thought we were weird. Right. So
2: Dawson kind of comes floating around around the team and i was lending movies out to people i was really starting to heavily collect vhs by this yeah, point and yeah. he found out about it so we kind of had that moment of staring at each other of like you want to be best friends all right
1: and it literally just went away it was really that fast yeah. it was like you like rage against the machine i love rage against the machine you like scary movies i love scary movies we can okay be now. all right yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm to sorry you too
2: and it was hilarious that it would literally evaporate in a puff of smoke and mm-hmm. I don't think with a lot of people if you got that close to to brawling out that it would have been gone that quickly but yeah, it just evapor- it was. I weird. think that goes to show how how thin and petty the whole nonsense was that and how powerful the arts are yep well, VHS and, will bring people together. And, aside- <laughs> and so, so
1: will Tom Morello. Yes, uh, that's for true. them. <laughs> and Timmy C and mm-hmm. Zach De La Roca. And I feel like a bastard because I can't remember the drummer's and, name. Uh, and aside from Brad that. Brad Wilk. Thank you, Brad Wilk. Thank you. I let's, apologize, Brad Wilk, if you ever hear this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love your drumming. You're so good.
0: But let's be honest. You guys have a very legitimate connection. And oh, that's yeah. been there probably since day one. So arts be damned. Well, no,
2: not day one. Not day one. <laughs> day two. Day one was the was the story. No, there was a reason day why you found him. Two and a half, three.
0: There was a reason why you found him threatening, because you saw a lot of yourself in him. You said it yourself. You said that you thought he was trying to come in and take over your crew. He's my dog pack. Yeah,
3: <laughs> but I'm he t-
0: blended with your dog pack, and you saw that there was an yeah. element definitely. So in after
2: him. after the uh, the rage and the the uh, the horror flicks and stuff pretty quickly we started writing together yeah it very didn't take fast long before we both kind of realized that we did voices and characters and we'd sit in the lunchroom and just start really riffing really quickly on stuff and yeah. our friends would just kind of like jeff would look at us and be like that's funny yeah. give us more of yeah. that so entertain me please yeah. this so is, it did free. about a year, later I, <laughs> fir- a year later I started writing some of the first year or two later started writing some of the first scripts yeah uh, um, one of the first ones was swingin the dead Swing in the Dead was after uh, Zombie Bob 4. That, yes, we, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that I'm sorry, was later. there a
0: Zombie Bob 1 through 3? Yes, there, there was. was. Okay.
2: That yeah. uh, other people had done. Yeah, friends of ours in, in school, uh, our buddy Jeff had played Zombie Bob. It was just, it was kids, you know, films like, you know, high school kids running around with cameras, you know, but for that kind of a thing, yeah.
1: you know, it weren't bad. For Which what is, it was. And it's
2: funny too, because Zombie
1: Bob really initially had nothing to do with you. No. It was just just It was just a
2: name. So I had been, we had been noodling with writing some stuff, and I got a camera in OAC. Yeah, you know, but
1: we had been, which for anybody listening that doesn't know, what that was still OAC a big deal. Is. Yeah, OAC is um grade kind 13. of grade thirteen yeah. in a way.
0: When grade thirteen existed.
1: When it existed, yeah. It yeah, still should. Kids are going it, to college too young nowadays. Seventeen-year-olds in college, how insane is that? Yeah, they should still be in. High school, well,
0: old 17 man or 18, now. Depending on when you were born. Yeah, true. Because you guys were a part of the cohort year.
2: Yes. Yeah. The double yeah. the double cohort. And my wow. brother was yeah. the cohort year as well. Yes, he was. Yeah. He's my age. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we had been writing uh together and just kind of just bullshitting together, you know, because yeah. Dawson's a musician and I was a writer, so I would. You know, just noodle with lyrics that he was working on. And nothing ever came to pass with it, but also just kind of using that cross inspiration to fire each other up about stuff. Yeah. Initially, nothing no. came from it. But, it, you it know, we a, did. It took 14 years, <laughs> but I got a lyric in one song. You guys can go that's, to the old that's... Newspeak page and you can listen to City Lights. Right. And City Life. City Life. There's a little teensy piece of Bob's lyrics in that song. Yeah. I, that song's not online yet. I should upload it, though. It's not. It was. It used to be. i did played it? it at the house. Oh yeah, Are you sure that's people. As soon as is, is it you? is it not just from the file I sent? No, I think it's sworn you it on YouTube because people would come so. over and I'd be like, sit down and fucking listen to this. And they'd be yeah, like, why? Because like, I wrote it. some of it. <laughs> but you have it on
0: your on your iTunes. Are you sure it's not just there? I think it's, it's just, just on your
1: iTunes, brother, because I don't think I have uploaded City Life because that um that has uh, a, a friend of mine actually a great singer. Her name's Lindsay Barr, mm-hmm. and uh, she and I do kind of a duet on that tune. And I don't believe I've uploaded it to the internet. I should though, mm-hmm. and I will. I will. Well, I'll upload the damn thing so I can feel good about myself. You know what? I'll put all that stuff just on my YouTube page as well uh, so that anybody that wants to find that stuff can just go oh, to mine cool. and they can they can find the 646 stuff on there mm-hmm. and they'll be able to find anything else that really has to do with
2: me Yes, Yeah, so I, so, I, I went away. We we were collaborating and we did a couple of little short films and stuff when we were in school. Let's, let's Bob talk about and some and
1: of those because one of those... Uh, I got pretty hurt. Yes, do you remember
2: which one I'm talking about? I don't. What the hell did we even call
1: it? I don't. I don't think it had a title.
2: I don't think we did cut it, or we cut it like in camera because we did like in, one or two. That's cakes.
1: you're right. It was in camera
2: because we were running around the school, and it was my buddy, an old friend of mine, uh, Sean Vardy, in like a trench coat. Yeah, and do- it was kind of just this figure. Mm-hmm. Chasing Dawson around, which is like the classic young people trying oh, to do yeah. something, trying to be just yeah. existential and chasing each other around corners. Shit. Well, there's a scene where he's supposed to Dawson's supposed to run around a corner and get cranked with a, a cane. So it's I can see the shot in my head. It's so bad. Well, Sean swings his cane out, and Dawson's feet come up on, out from under him. Yeah, and I'm watching it on camera, going, "He's going to hit his head," yeah. and, and it's that awful school. <coughs> concrete floor terrazzo Everybody. is what it's called oh. it's the sound of pain and oh, his head man. just, just
1: that hurts and you know when you like hit your head and everything kind of is vibrating you hit it hard enough that you're dizzy. worried it's it wasn't a concussion no it, but it wasn't far off. i've had a few just from the fights and stuff yeah i've had a few concussions and uh It
2: wasn't far off. No. It It was was pretty close. That was a worrisome. Because then I have that kind of first moment of, man, we're not going to be able to keep filming. But to his credit, Dawson shook it off, walked it off. He rallied. And he did. And that's also when I knew that I can torture this guy (laughs) (laughs) in my flicks. Like nobody's business. And I proceeded to do that. Yeah. Um, and what, few in what years would later. become a
0: grudge that would last to this day? <laughs> <laughs> and not
2: even between
1: the two of us. Yeah. That grudge is between my wife yes. and you. And it's really kind of one
2: sided. Yes. She's just begrudging e- I brought you. because You came up and did, uh, you and Lana came up and shot some of um, Bloodshed. Mike's movie, Bloodshed, where you guys were zombies and you were featured. Zombie, yeah. I ripped mm-hmm. I ripped your guts out. Yeah, that's right. So I ripped your, it was a liver. It was a pig liver. I ripped out of your guts. It was chest. a pig liver and i had to throw up that pea soup. <laughs> yes you did. <laughs> that, was, that was great fun. And then i uh, i graduated from school and moved home. Yeah, what school and did you go to? Sheridan College in Damn. Oakville. What did you study? I studied uh, media arts. Hmm. No, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. boudoir. No. Mm-hmm. Boudoir? Bourgeois. There we go. I thought
0: you I said did. boudoir. I was going to say honey no. Everyone studied a little boudoir in college. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: so so okay. You sound like fucking the, the laugh from Predator. Sonny, the guy with the Indian guy with the shotgun.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: Find me to a way to laughs. So I came home and we kind of just screwed around for a little while. And I was like, okay, time to make a movie. Yep. Let's do something. So I wrote a, a script called Behind My Eyes. It wasn't
1: a script originally. It was a
2: short story originally. That's right. Because I was always big on working that way. And I find it's it's still fun to do that, to write a short story and then kind of adapt it out from there. Because you get a bit of a feel on, is this story going to hold up in 10 pages? Excuse me, burping in the microphone. Am I going to (laughs) lose stuff in the story? So I wrote the story and then expanded it to the screenplay for what became Behind My Eyes. Which we'll have some links to, I guess. If you guys are listening, look down on the page. There'll be links. There'll be links somewhere. If
1: if you're listening to this in the YouTube, I'll put
2: up... um, the YouTube. Yeah. Like an old man. So so we made Behind My Eyes, which involved a... Uh, he, he, Dawson was my Bruce so Campbell, bad. who I would just cast in everything, because I figure if I can do it, he can do it. Yep. So it involved a a man who was convinced that if he fell asleep, somebody was inside him trying to literally break out of his skin, which is a nice metaphor for depression. Yeah, just so, a little bit. But it the problem became... Dawson was like super buff and super fit. Well, I needed this guy to look like he hadn't slept in two weeks or several days. I, I needed, needed to maybe be maybe. emaciated, essentially. Yes. So
0: I. You needed, to, <clears throat> you needed to look like death.
2: Yeah.
1: So There's in my. There's water right there.
0: I area. know. All right. I know, but I'd youthful, rather reach for the uh, face hugger. The face right. hugger.
2: In my youthful exuberance, the the mandate became Dawson, I need you to do this, but you need to be able to cry when I ask, and I need you to drop like 40 pounds. <clears> yeah. Dawson didn't really have 40 pounds to healthily lose. I was, All he lost was muscle mass. Yeah. Um,
1: just in case uh, anybody hasn't met me before that is listening to this, which at this point, awesome. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm 5'10. At the time, I was maybe 170 something pounds
2: when you asked yeah, me to drop. Buck 60, down. buck 70. And you dropped down to what? 130? Uh, I believe the final weight was 128. Yeah. So Jesus Christ. we were rehearsing and working and building this whole this whole film and not really kind of monitoring his weight loss the way that I should have been mm. as a director. So as we're progressing, his girlfriend, now wife, is getting more and more withdrawn from the production she's not speaking to me when we're over and we're there all the time like we were always together all yeah, the time. All the she's time. not speaking to me. She's leaving the room when I show up. Well, about a week before production, uh, me Dawson and Leanne was producing with me when we went out to for lunch. Yeah. And we're sitting across the table from me, Leanne ordered like ribs and poutine or something. And Dawson's like, "Can I have half a salad?" and I kind of really see him for the first time and he looks fucking horrid. Yeah so i'm like dude pull up your shirt and he lifts up his shirt and you can see his heart beating Through his chest, there's behind-the-scenes footage that I will cut together and maybe get some kind of that would be cool little disgusting reel out of what you looked like. It was horrible; like it was medically unsafe. What we'd done, you could see the heartbeat through the skin. Yeah,
0: like actually, you could see. Because you've told me that before, but I've never really. No, you really could. Yeah, I can show you the footage.
1: If I, if I actually, if I suck in as hard as I can, you can still kind of see it because it's
0: because you have no fat on your body.
1: Well, I have little. There, It exists. But arrogant. But
0: it's scant. It's
1: not arrogant. It's, dude, I'm fucking skinny. <laughs> dude, I'm beautiful. Fuck you. No, I'm not I'm not saying <laughs> that. You don't know. I am fully aware of what my face looks like, which is why I started playing music.
2: That's <laughs> why so I married a girl with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just take those off and yeah. all of a
1: sudden, not so bad, right? Who needs a paper, Matt Damon. Who um, needs a paper bag when she's got astigmatism?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, wondrous. So Dawson was in really bad shape. On the set, I threw a penny at him, and the maple leaf literally imprinted in his skin. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I got in a little bit of trouble because we had to cover it up with makeup. Yeah. So we made the film, packed some weight back on Dawson. After about three years, Amber forgave me. Took a little so while, though. That was the beginning of Steal My Name Productions, which is yeah. our production company. It is. So It is, which uh, 646 is actually
1: in association, in association. with... Steal steal My my Name, name, which I'm going to be – I'm going to have to go back. Uh, I've left quite a bit of – go back, rather. I've left a a chunk of space at the beginning of all these podcasts because I don't know what website it's going to end up on or any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I've left room for bumpers so that I can do the uh, in association with and and I can plug everywhere that that these are going Uh, because we're currently in November and uh, these podcasts are not going to air. November
2: 26th to be exact. Thank you. These are not going to –
1: these podcasts are not going to air till January, or at least the first one is January second. So, so yeah. it'll be excited! You're stepping into the past. Yeah,
0: Ooh. hop in your DeLorean with us.
2: Yeah, I was going to say it's the flux capacitor. Yay!
0: Yay!
2: So we made that film, and that was kind yeah. of the beginning of the the steal my name days. Yeah, yeah. And do we, should we go into the the what happened next? I don't know how to, how like juicy and back to the past you want to go on this.
1: Oh well, we can we can go anywhere really um maybe just just because i've been yakking for a while yeah so. well maybe just to give a little bit of backstory because i've been talking about 646 on all three podcasts and i've yet to describe at all what that <laughs> is so i should probably maybe do a little bit of backstory because bob was there for a lot of it and it's oh, a lot yeah. more fun to talk about that stuff with someone that experienced <laughs> the uh, i saw it all the way live I don't even really know what to call it, that period of time that was 646, which is actually an address for a house that my parents had when I was growing
2: up. The house, man. It was
1: the house. It It was... It was the Arts House. It was the yeah. Party House. It was the everything
2: for a lot of us. The it Mecca, was, yeah, if you will. It was a a home away from home. Yeah. It was your Liz made that definitely a home for at least for me. I know a lot of other people yeah. felt the same way, but a lot of people stayed there for yeah. extended periods of time. Yeah, it um. was, and we got up to shit there. That <sighs> no, it was never really bad. No, you, you know, know, like, like you're
0: just gonna leave it, it, we got up to shit there. We <laughs>
2: got up to some shit. Like it was in the scope of things. Yeah, you know, poop. like. Nobody there was, was getting poop involved. No Especially one was getting knifed, and nobody was getting beat up or no, fucking no, but... coke and shit. But shenanigans abound. There was yes, there. You look back and go, man, we were so lucky to we all have that kind of just. Well, there was the one time where really, if it supervised... had gotten out of hand, we could have burned to death. There, yes, you're Jesus. referring to the time that I set the bed on fire in the. That's road. right, with the hookah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> so I hear we're gonna stories and wanna just. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's back up maybe a little bit further. Yes. Um, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give the listeners a bit of a backstory on me. You know, you know, so, a bit history, history. So,
2: Dawson, where were you born? I was, I was born in Petero as well. Also, the answer yeah. is your mom's ass. No. No way.
1: No. <laughs> Somewhere it came from. It's, it's the other side. It's
0: biologically the front end. impossible. Front end, buddy. Front end. Front up.
1: <laughs> well, I guess technically, if you go back far enough, I'm from my dad's nuts. But that's I mean. true. <laughs> But then I spent some time in mom's... No, Terry's I testicles uh, <laughs>
2: makes the McManus boys. Yeah, it did. Um, that will be a terrible kid show. Wouldn't it? Welcome to Terry's testicles. I don't know. That sounds pretty great. Sounds <laughs> a little jovial. It'll all be in Just your in dad me. screaming, get the fuck out of my testicles. I, ow, I just hit myself. Like <laughs> I got too into the bit. Uh,
1: so you were born where? I was born in Peterborough. Um... Spent a good chunk of time here. Grew up on a farm with my four siblings, three siblings, rather. There's four kids. Uh, There's older, way too many of you guys. I know. My older brother, Devin, who's a phenomenal guitarist. Mm-hmm. My younger brother, Glenn, who is one of the craziest computer dudes I've ever met. And then my uh, little sister, Tara, who is actually currently, which is I'm, it's so cool to me. Uh, she works for a magazine, an online magazine called Lift, which is mostly uh, marijuana paraphernalia. And
2: wicked she, successful,
1: yeah. And she drives around North America going to all kinds of um canicons, which is cannabis conventions. And and she well, she kind of does what you do, Ariel, she writes reviews. But rather than on film, it's on like vaporizers mm, right. and pipes and like just the, it's really fucking cool. And yeah. she helped. And the other thing too is they help people get their medical marijuana licenses for people with like PTSD right. or with multiple sclerosis or all kinds of things that really don't work so well being medicated by like pharmaceutical chemicals. pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Whereas... Marijuana has a hugely different effect, especially CBD, not so much THC, but CBD, which is a completely different chemical, which is what helps to stimulate your appetite. It's it's the anti-inflammatory. It's the pain reliever. It's the thing that helps to reduce stress if you're a victim of PTSD. So she does a lot of really good good things with it which is awesome she's
2: one of those lucky people that got to turn their
1: hobby into their job yeah yeah. (laughs) which is which is sweet and uh uh, i got to do it too which is really kind of cool uh luckily mom and dad are super artsy dad's a guitar player mom used to sing a little bit and um led zeppelin 4 changed everything uh, Devin and I were playing Super Nintendo, I think. It
2: got so sick. St- Mom sang and then Led Zeppelin 4 changed everything. I came home and the house was a mess. Yeah. It was, Dog was there, was blood, there was blood everywhere.
1: Yeah, well, we just, <laughs> side one, track that witch one. bitch
2: with the sticks on her back, it just destroyed, yeah. murdered the whole family. Right?
1: Man, no, seriously, Black Dog changed everything. Yep. We heard that and it was like, what is that
2: sound? You hear that coming on the vinyl. It's just it's yeah. Changing. And it was
1: on vinyl. The needle dropped and the world changed, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so a couple months go by we come home there's electric guitars sitting in the living room dad had only ever had his Sigma Acoustic which was a gorgeous guitar but not set up properly so the string height was like enormous on it insanely hard to play hurt your fingers and um, came home one day and dad had a Strat and a Jagmaster which Jagmasters were a limited edition kind of guitar it's a hybrid of a Jaguar and a Jazzmaster in case anybody's wondering what that is
2: so all I can think of is the Atari Jaguar mixed to a Thymaster. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picking Both of them don't work.
0: All right. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Cuz yeah. me and instruments aren't really a thing yeah. except for the flute.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. I got a flute in the cabinet. I know. We'll jam on it later. Okay. Um but uh came in dad It's like I remember it too. It was a big E major with a ton of distortion. Boom. We're like <gasps> came home from school to this and he's like i'm gonna teach you boys how to rock we're just like oh my god See, yes. so which is
2: that's <laughs> incredible for people that know terry he's a pretty quiet guy uh, yeah he can you be know. he can be very boy so he can really get into it and get uh, yeah. so that's that's it's, funny it's funny when he lets
1: it out yeah so dad showed us a couple of chords and and uh didn't take long before we kind of Exhausted his knowledge of, of what he was able to do on the guitar. So, Devin and I picked it up and just kind of ran with it. Devin definitely got better at guitar way faster than I did. Mm-hmm. So, I got sort of jaded and pissed off as an 11 year old would. Um, so, you
2: did what most jaded guitar players do play the bass.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true.
1: Well, the. <laughs> The, the initial rationale my dad had was that there's only four strings. and You only have to play one note at a time. So it's an easier instrument, which if you know anything about playing instruments, there's no, really no such thing as an easy instrument. Once kazoo. You, had, you, you have to have good pitch because you hum into it, dude. If you can't, if you can't hum and tune, you're fucked. Well, I guess
2: my career is over. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> my kazoo career is dead before it began.
3: But
1: uh yeah and I didn't want to play the bass because that was my thinking too. Oh the bass, bleh, that's what failed guitarists play is what I was thinking. And then my dad said, "Well, that song that you love so much, Black Dog, that was written by the bass player." And it was that that riff. Knowing
2: Dawson's such a bass player riff.
1: Yeah, and that's that was written by John Paul Jones. He wrote it on a train, I believe. Um if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I could be talking
2: out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure he was he... so rock and roll. He was actually standing on a train that was full of women and cocaine. And <laughs> yes. He just had his hair blowing in the wind, yep. just crashing this bass.
1: Yeah, and and stylists, I found out it? that John when I found out that John Paul Jones wrote that riff, I decided that bass was then okay. If if that riff was written by a bassist, then bass guitar was a viable
2: option that is and, i guess maybe just a segue in there for a quick minute spending so much time with a musician and a bass player right as like i'm a big metalhead like yep. you know that you know you, ariel knows that yeah. now the listening public will know that i'm a huge metalhead especially in college in high school yeah and i didn't really understand the bass i knew it was there yep. i but i was i you thought it was all it guitar didn't. driven yeah. Every, like all heavy metal is just guitar driven. Yeah. So I would kind of, I'd razz him a little yeah, about the bass playing. So one day he just kind of got fucking fed up with it. Cause so I was like, dude, it's the guitars that are heavy, man. Bass has nothing to do with being heavy. Shut up. So he just kind of grabbed me and sat me down on the couch at 646 yeah. and put on uh Calm Like a Bomb. By yeah. against the machine. So that's I'm like, right. that's the heaviest riff in the history of the universe, man. And he put, sat me down and played it. And that, when it kicks in, just goes off. And I'm like, what is the guitar? He's like, that's the bass, you fucking dummy. I'm like, no, it's not. It's the guitar. And he's like, listen to it. Yeah. And then you hooked your bass up and you're like, do you hear that? And he's like, now listen for the guitar. And he's doing that. He's like, that's the guitar. That huge bassy egg crunch is, that's the bass. And it changed how I looked at heavy music, music in general. Yeah. Once you understand where the bass fits into good music. Yeah. You know, cuz you got bands like In Flames, they bury their bass, you know, like there's just To not, an extent, not a, to yeah, an to extent, extent is not really involved.
1: Long, but it's it's not as prominent as something yeah. like Rage or as Zeppelin or Rush or yeah. any of those bands that have a really premier and predominant bass player that can really bring it to the forefront. And I'm not saying bass is more important than guitar or more important than any other instrument cuz without the rest of them nothing is really awesome all by itself mm-hmm. you know except maybe piano that's pretty ballin', and finally viol- <laughs> no never mind there's a lot of ball really on that piano yeah there's a lot of really cool instruments that can stand alone and so can bass really but at the same time uh without the rest of the group though most most bands are you know it's the sum of their parts really so um
2: So once you discovered bass then, it just kind of escalated from there. It really
1: did. And I was able to find other instruments. And the cool thing is, in music, notes are notes and rhythm is rhythm. Uh, In Western music. And when I say Western, I mean like Western Hemisphere. Uh, Because we work on a system of tones and semitones. Whereas if you get further and further east, you get into quarter tones. And like really scary, crazy shit that I don't... I mean, I sort of roughly understand conceptually some of the ideas but nerd i can't put that shit into practice nerd. Yeah, dude it's it's amazing music is brilliant it is a mm-hmm. the most beautiful language i've ever heard spoken in my entire life and because there's so many different dialects and that is the coolest thing about it and it's um, universal it is totally universal fuck Anna. math <laughs>
2: Mus- no, universal no. too. M- music is it's math. Just, I I was trying to have a, a poetic moment. Uh, well, so swing swinging a miss. Failed. How often <laughs> <laughs> fucking drop the ball. So tell us more about your bass guitar. No, no. Um <laughs> So you
1: uh you went to school. I did, but uh even before oh, sorry, before, before that- I get to school. Um I just want to bring up uh the kind of the history of 646 when we
2: Oh, yes. When I, I was learning how to way. play,
1: I was in British Columbia. I did I was born in Peterborough but we moved out west and we lived there for years and years and that's when I first started to really play when we first came back though we moved to this kind of out of the way place out of Peterborough called Ennismore and we had sorry my she boy. has to
2: pee no, no, no,
0: I really have to pee go pee okay I'm gonna that's go pee alright go pee I'm like sitting here going I can't get up we're recording no it's fine his gonna explode and Bob oh. pokes me again I'm gonna just pee on him
2: it's totally fine pee in my hands oh that's it's gross better.
1: Um after we All right, now uh, that
2: Ariel's gone, let's we can get into it. <laughs>
1: uh, we uh we left BC, we came to Ennismore, which is just outside of Peterborough. We moved into a house called 646 Pope Drive mm-hmm. where um the music and ju- not just the music, but the arts really took off for everybody. Anyone that came over was highly encouraged to do something creative to be as i like to put it now part of the conversation well the whole
2: rec room the whole basement the whole basement area was basically taken over by you guys by us yeah pretty much your bedrooms were down there the whole rec room area was opened into a music room yeah a drum room was built at one point that's
1: right and i you know i I have to give huge props to my parents for Mm -hmm. that because dad even installed A lighting system in there for us so that when we had parties at the house and we had lots of insane parties at that house where we had we had lights and there was even a lighting board that he built uh, my dad that uh, my dad built for us and so it didn't matter if you weren't really a musician you were given a tambourine or an egg shaker. Or yeah. You were to work the light board, or you were handed a microphone to just be part of the the backup chorus. To yeah, to like. Or you guys would always be good or...
2: about finding a song that somebody could do. Like, yeah. You guys even found shit for me to do. And yeah, I cannot sing a tune. Doesn't
1: matter. So. It was it was about being as inclusive as possible mm-hmm. and making sure that everybody was
2: a yeah. part of the conversation. Who knows this lyric? Well, I know the half of this song. Yeah. Well, I know that verse. Yeah, and it really was just kind of a pile on. Yeah, and, and it's, it yeah. was cool because a lot of, a lot
1: of people that are really good players now used to come to those parties mm-hmm. and people that are doing shit like a buddy of mine. Um, he's played all kind of all over the world, really, uh, which is Joey Charlebaugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been in Australia. He's, I don't think he's been in New Zealand yet, but he's, uh, he's been to, I want to say he was in Thailand. Um, I know he spent a lot of time in BC as well. Um, but he's been all over the friggin' place and, and playing in open mics and just just him and his guitar. He's one of those extreme acoustic dudes like Andy McKee and yeah. all these other cats that I'm not as well-versed with as he is, obviously, because it's his genre. But he came from that crew. Uh, other dudes that maybe aren't as heavily in the music scene anymore, Mike Goche, who's a brilliant mm-hmm. visual artist, uh, was in that crew. Um, eventually Christy uh, Christy Reed who is mm-hmm. a genius makeup artist uh, you can find her on Instagram and follow her stuff because she is Bananas. so good Yeah, she was in that scene as well and it was really cool because we really did kind of create our own arts community mm-hmm. and a lot of it took place in my parents basement which was really mm-hmm. cool and a lot of people would spend days on end there not just come over and hang out and then Leave a couple hours later. It really was days on end. And you and I got a lot of work done in... Uh, well, one of them was uh, your bedroom on Green Lawn. Yep. And the other one was either in the basement at, at Pope Drive, or 646, or in the garage. Yep. A lot of work. Couldn't smoke cigarettes in the house, so we nope. had to work in the garage. That's right. So. And uh, so that was, that was all really cool stuff. And it, it really shaped... Who I turned into, which is a big yeah. part of the reason why this is called 646. Because it doesn't matter if you're a musician, or if you're a writer, or if you're a journalist, or a critic, or if you're a martial artist, or a visual artist, or whatever you or a comedian, an actor, you're in the arts, so you're part of the conversation, which is what this yes. show is really intended to be and about. And I
2: think it's also what we've been able to do because you, like, I don't play.
1: No. You know, like really.
2: I'll pick up I've picked up his guitars for years and noodled. Yeah. You know, I can play the phantasm theme. You know, but that's
0: Oh, that's better.
2: <laughs> big she made the big water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big ups for the big water. Uh, you know.
3: big, big water for big ups.
2: <laughs> and I've noodled with lyrics and stuff and yeah. he's collaborated with me on stories, but you know, I don't he doesn't sit and screenwrite with me. He doesn't write the scripts. No. no, no. I don't write the lyrics with him, but If you have friends that are in the arts, you know, like, oh, my best friend is a painter, you know, but I only, you know, I play the ukulele. I don't really know what that could do. You can still find a common ground because that energy is the same. Always, And that's what we've spent so many years trying to do is bring that together. So, and keep an eye. There will be something coming. There will be. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Something
0: wicked this way comes.
2: Ah, That was tight. I like that. Wicked. See? Wicked. It was wicked not awesome. I don't want to get too much into it Okay. it's done. Okay. okay. All right. So, yeah. All right. Just, uh, we'll just
0: say it's going to be fucking bomb diggity and you're going to like it. There you go.
2: Yeah. I don't, I'm i one of those people that I get really am not really good All at right. talking about stuff before it's done. Sure. Okay. So.
1: Something big is coming.
2: Yeah. So keep ba-ba. it. Here.
0: Giggity. Ba-ba. Keep
3: it.
0: Ba-ba. <laughs> ba-ba. Giggity. Giggity. Ba-ba. Keep it. Ba-ba. 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 I did gogugus and her go play What
1: was I? I did a Keep it near to the ground. Because that yeah. story is two peacocks thunder, mm-hmm. two
2: peacocks, thunder. Everyone, take a turn at doing the voice. <laughs>
0: I'm Marty and I'm in a picture.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus! Family Guy, new season, Thanksgiving yeah. it's episode. Very Check funny. it out. Very
1: funny. But yes, I did go to school
2: music, for music. Yes, you did. You to attended flash forward. In, uh, to jump in. To, yeah. to jump back. And
1: just, yeah, to, to jump around all over the fucking place because this is how jump, real conversations jump, happen. Jump uh, but just to kind of touch on something you had talked about earlier, Ariel, with Ooh, uh, your... Unfortunately, your your ex yes. uh, and yeah. all that sadness. Talk, I have to pee. Okay, um, we're gonna rotate. I'm taking yeah. the microphone with me. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> oh
0: God, just make sure you talk about the controversial shit.
1: It's so echoey yeah, in that bathroom. My
0: controversial shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. But um, I've had to deal with um, suicide as well as mm-hmm. I mean we've talked about this before, yeah. but uh, I feel like anybody listening, you know, want to be just as honest and open with you guys too. Well, yeah. Um, i had a i i had somebody that I had dated unfortunately take their own life as well and i I struggled with depression as a kid and, and all that kind of stuff but um and then my co- and then years later um he's actually technically not a blood cousin but uh someone that I consider to be my cousin unfortunately took his life and um he's a really good kid super talented writer and unfortunately um he just I don't know, something about the way things were going just was too much as you know people do when when things go unaided and right. unaddressed. Luckily, when I went through my bout um I was uh, I was helped. My dad found out what I was trying to do and he got me help and so I'm still here, which yeah. is good because you know sometimes when things are dark and you feel like there's no escape except except escaping yeah except the one alternative you know everything else kind of fades beyond the peripheral you know Mm then it becomes very very tunnel vision and it's a hard thing to deal with it's really hard and then when unfortunately luke passed away all kinds of other stuff in life sort of like fell apart um the bands I was playing with, I I, qu- I quit them. Um, I was not only did Luke die, but my grandfather died, and then a bunch of pets were dying, which I know isn't the same thing, but still, it's just. But still, no, and that's
0: and that's one thing that always bothers me is is when you know a pet dies and 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 you grieve for them and people and you get the kind of reaction that's oh well it was just a cat yeah. or oh it was just a dog and yeah, it's not it's you not. have those it's... pets for decades sometimes yeah. I and mean, yeah, when I, I put down Ozzy, who is my cat. Yeah. He was 18. Yeah. yeah. You, you, loo- you are losing a, a companion. You yeah. are losing the a
1: best friend. It's a family member. It's a yes. family member, really. And, you know, and, and then, the
0: grief that you feel in that loss yeah. is legitimate. And don't let anybody yeah. ever tell you differently. And I yeah. say you generally, you not just you, Dawson. Yeah, not no, just, uh, never let anybody tell you this. Yeah, no. The
1: proverbial you. I get you. Yeah. But yeah, no. So, I mean, it was just kind of all of the same. And I'm not trying to compare the pets that we no. lost at that time to... The life of my grandfather or to the life of my cousin Luke because obviously it doesn't stack up the same way but That's it was different. just it was just more stuff that I didn't really want to have to be dealing with at the time and then that whole kind of thing actually ended up leading to my parents splitting up which was kind of hard uh, but with all that negativity and tragedy that was happening kind of all within a six month period which was really talking about no well yeah but this is this is kind of almost yeah yeah this is this no no this is pep talk in a way um actually yeah we were getting ready to uh shoot a movie bob and i bob had written uh, the second one after after behind my eyes Mm. um we were gonna bring my i was already talking about luke sorry a little bit no it's fine man um Way to go, you and take a leak and then you ruin everything.
0: <laughs> I
2: took a controversial shit.
0: <laughs>
2: Jerry's out.
1: <laughs> Luke was getting into film and he was already a great writer, especially for his age and for his experience. He was very, very naturally skilled. Mm-hmm. And he was going to come and be on set with us. Mm-hmm. And um, the day that I went to pick him up, the, the very first day we were going to start um, shooting, Went to pick him, or was it the day before shooting? No,
2: it was it was the day before shooting. It everyone was, the day was Everyone was arriving, and That's we were right. we f- were awaiting his him to show up. Yeah, and we're all at Leanna's house. Yeah, and, and I had gone to pick him up,
1: and there was no answer at the door. And uh, so you came back to the house. Came back to the house. And, yeah, and then my sister, who she and Luke were very very close, um, I got a phone call that he had died so that was obviously the pep talk didn't go as planned
2: no and there were multiple other that was just that was the that was the biggest that was the biggest hit but that that film was underprepped. it, it was, was very poorly much so. planned it was very arrogantly we got very oh, yeah. high on our own success which is for young artists it's a pitfall in a big way enjoy your success yeah but enjoy the artistic achievement yeah. that comes from it don't yeah. get caught up because something worked once statistically yeah that's not the norm yeah and we got very overconfident and to dawson's credit he came out and shot the next day and it was an it was an ugly script yeah. it was an ugly subject and he was in a bad spot for filming and the camera broke Yep, yeah. and then the second camera we brought in the image quality was so bad that the crappy set looked terrible. Yep. It was freezing cold. I ended up getting bronchitis. Yep, <laughs> and yep. literally, like my crew just was kind of on the verge of a mutiny, and it just ever it just textbook failure. And they can't teach you that. No, failure is something you have to learn on your own.
1: It's a good teacher, though. Yep, it's a it's a strong teacher, but oh, it is yeah. a good one. So after after the uh, unfortunate. Um, failure and in all the other ridiculous circumstances surrounding the, the pep talk yeah the yep. curse yes yeah, so it was even dubbed the curse of the pep talk um all the ridiculous circumstances surrounding that just kind of compounded and all these things were happening that were really hard and really intense and finally i said fuck this this is not how i want to live my life i'm not going to sit here just thinking poor me all these things are happening to me you know, it's like, well, I mean, they're kind of happening around me, you mm-hmm. know, which is more realistic. It was stuff happening around me, and it, which, I mean, doesn't make it any easier. Excuse but the but it's a
2: little calmer in the eye of the hurricane. doesn't make it any better to be standing yeah. in the eye of the hurricane, right?
1: Yeah. So. so I was like, you know what? And I was talking to Amber about it a lot. You know, all I want to do at the end of the day, at the end of the day, rather, is make music. That's all I want to do. And she said, well, well, go to school for it then. So I applied to Mohawk. I uh, I went and played my audition. I faked my, or what I felt was faked my way through my audition because we had to learn some jazz standards and I didn't know how to read sheet music. So I, I lifted them, which means learn them by ear. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the guy that did my audition, Terry Basem, who is a phenomenal player and a great teacher and just a really solid person um he was the guy that held my audition he put the music in front of me and um
2: of which you couldn't read i couldn't read it that's awesome i
1: couldn't read it and i but i knew what the title was obviously i can read english i just couldn't read sheet
0: music (laughs) to clarify he reads
1: portuguese yeah so i played uh it was autumn leaves so i played autumn leaves and he's like all right that was cool but um you're not reading he's like I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, the page says B flat. You're playing in the wrong key. There's no one accompanying me. Uh-huh. So you couldn't hear the clash. Right. So that kind of helped. But he called me on it. And then he's like, what else he got? So I fucking played Limelight by Rush. And he was like, that's pretty good. You've got a good sense of rhythm. Obviously, you've got good ears. He's like, but you can't. He's like, hang on a sec. Sing this note. so I sang it back I don't even remember what what note it was really but he made me sing a note and then he made me sing the third and the fifth above it so I sang the triad and he's like "All right, you've got good timing you've got good ears your vocal pitch is alright you can't read it's like I'm going to send down an acceptance letter to the administration office but you have to be able to read by the end of first semester and if you can't you gotta go so, yeah. <laughs> so I I learned, and it was insanely hard and insanely stressful, and I cried all the time. And I was like, I'm a fucking fraud. I don't believe. I don't belong I here. That. It was rough. Yeah, it was really rough. And uh, you know, I but I learned how to do it, and I had, I had a lot of catch up to do, but I did learn how to do it, and it, which is so funny because now that I'm, out of and I've been out of school a while, but uh. <laughs> I hardly read at all, except when I'm teaching.
0: Yeah. That's like
1: really the only time I ever actually use it. The rest of the time, I use more of the Nashville numbering system for charts and stuff like that. Otherwise, I just do everything by ear, which is what I was doing before I went to school. Uh, or you take that school. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it's important
0: to know the. It it's is important to know the rules. It is, yeah.
1: and it's cool too when you can when you can see it on a page. Theory makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. when you can see it on a page, and when you can see it on a piano as well, because the piano is a straight line, whereas stringed instruments, that's like a fucking spider web. It's, it, it's sort of cyclical, but then certain things intersect at odd kind of chunks of the neck or seemingly odd chunks of the neck. People way smarter than me figured out that if you have a piece of wood this long and have the frets this spaced and, uh, and have them tapered down so they get smaller as, you move up the fretboard, that the pitch will change this much, and that these notes will equal out, and all that kind of crazy shit. Way smarter than me, figured that stuff out a long time ago. But when you first start looking at it, it is a little weird. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, being able to see that on the page was really good, though. Well,
2: we're having a quick pause. It yeah. Is 530, it is 5:30. It is 5:30. Translations are six. At six yes I'm all right now move. we can I, just like obviously confident. this yeah. little middle bit can be cut out but we can always come back to this yeah, yeah and well, after yeah. So. and i'm assuming
0: i can't really make a cake now so that's all right yeah. you know what it we'll um, when we get back i'll make it when we get back Brian we'll just we'll
1: just pause and you know we'll leave this middle part in because this is how real life works yeah we'll leave this in we're
2: going we're going to, it's my birthday so it's because, because it's
0: Bob's birthday we're going to lo- we're going to red lobster because
2: i wanted to go to a fancy restaurant yeah. because i grew up in peterborough you know Switch L.A. is a nice evening out. Yeah. Fancy restaurant. Oh, it's special occasion. Let's go to Red Lobster. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, Olive Garden's closed. <laughs> I mean, it's just fucking classy. That that's fantastic. Peter Roe style right
1: there. All right, folks. Well, we're going to take a quick intermission. We It's going to be feel like nothing for you. Yeah. For you guys. Yeah. I might even take a page out of the Eat Your Darts and play a little bit of Back to the Future soundbite in there. Yeah, you just My so, name's
2: Martin. I'm going for you, lobster. It's like spiders in the water. <laughs> <laughs> six for six with
1: the cast from a frame apart to be contended. <laughs> oh, and we are back in full of seafood. Right back to where we where we started. Yeah, pretty We're well. back to our roots.
2: Yeah. yeah. Full of seafood. I, I am packed. Full of butter. There's there's a lot He's of butter. getting butter. 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 And you,
0: and That's you awesome. where It, went. it I won't
2: it. it won't stop. You gotta
1: hit the other button, right? All right.
0: I saw it missing from my purse, where it was living.
1: So for anybody and... not in the know.
0: <laughs> that is an
1: original star trek it's communicator it. toy that bob got for his birthday from was that from your folks it's from nice. my mom it's yeah. your mom you're not yeah.
0: getting it back until the end of the show now.
2: <laughs> you're a dick you, your noisemakers need to stay away you're, you're a dick bs yeah, red lobster yeah no one yeah. touched my head this time that's so good yeah yeah no pleased. no weird
1: um puppeteer humped your head with <laughs> yeah. with you a, a lobster hand puppet like last year which was awesome what are you talking about No, no, no. Pull on that. Um, See? See? He's figuring out how to flip it open like they did on the TV show.
0: And now he's figured it out, and he will not stop.
2: There we go. Oh! Self-control.
0: Yeah, you have more Mm -hmm. of it than
2: me. Because I'm I'm getting mature in my old age. So, yes, last time we went to Red Lobster, last year for my birthday, there was a gentleman that I'm sure some people in the Peterborough Red Lobster may have seen who walks around with a lobster puppet. And decided that. One
0: of his many puppets. Yes,
2: apparently the man loves poopets.
0: Doesn't he make them?
2: Dozen <laughs> does Aren't
0: they his? Like, well, he unless, he has,
2: unless he has like a pumpkin patch where he grows them. As
0: opposed to buying them, I mean. I um, says.
2: <laughs> so he decided that he was going to come over and sing with the happy birthday with his puppet and then put it on my fucking head.
0: And Bob does not like to be touched by strangers.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm not even really game on being touched by people that I know. Let Except- alone the strange fat man with a lobster puppet. That was funny, though. Or that maybe was it exposed great. a secret fetish that I'm not ready to talk about. <sighs> I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. No.
3: <laughs> Just Christ. Mm-hmm.
2: The, uh, the hand slot on the puppet's warm. Yeah.
1: So before we <laughs> left, we were talking about uh, the schooling and when I was in Hamilton. And then um, shortly thereafter, I uh, did some touring and then... Um, came back to i had to leave school to tour mm-hmm. uh was up and down western north america and then went back to school eventually which is when you and i were kind
2: like much closer than we had been for a while um geographically yes you were in the hammer and that was great because yep. i was going through a really shit time with an ex-girlfriend and just having you down the subway track or street, uh, the go train track was great yeah so yeah, you just were pop. down for the weekend and pop back. I was there pretty yeah. much every other yeah. weekend for about six months. Yeah. That was, yeah. I, was,
1: I enjoyed that. I know mm. it was rough for you, but selfishly, I was like, fuck yeah.
2: Yeah. I got a lot of bob time. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good time to be had. You should know, yeah. Ariel. I you, should know. I get live with 24/7. you. 24 <laughs> 7. I do. Yeah, it's like a 4D taste experience.
0: <laughs> fuck 4D.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, you're know when things blow right in your
0: mouth? Yeah, I I, love it when (laughs) things blow right in my mouth, particularly when I'm watching a movie.
2: Oh, Jesus. Jack, you lent. Woo!
0: (laughs) But, um...
1: That's a good cheer. But, yeah, so, um... Actually, even before we did, uh... Before I was in The Hammer, you had another short that I worked on with you, and that was Mom. Yes!
2: (laughs) um,
0: Sorry, that was poorly timed.
2: (laughs) Yes, (laughs) <laughs> waiting forgot people can't see me making that face yep, it's all right, uh, when I moved back to Toronto we, we hadn't done anything for some time after the pep talk fell apart it was yep. just like okay maybe we should take a minute here I just, just kept writing and I would had only been back in Toronto for maybe a month and a buddy oh, of yeah. mine Mike Klassen came over to the house and he, had, he is continuing to make films he's going into his third feature now right on yeah Good it was for excellent that. and I Told him about a script that I'd written uh, before I moved to Toronto, the mom's script, yeah. the zombie movie, and he was like, "Well, I can give you a thousand bucks for that right now." I was kind of like, what, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah." And I got some money, and he gave us money, and my producer on that, Mel, he put in the rest, and then all of a sudden we were making a movie. Mm. So, which, you know, script is really good. Yeah. It was a very, it was a very really good learning experience because yeah. we were casting for the first time, yeah. you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a matter of, you know, it's one or, you know, I can just put Dawson in it, you know, this needed, you know, not that he's not an actual actor, but it...
1: Well, I was on tour at the time. Yeah.
2: So we, we cast and we were working with more equipment and a little more money and... You know, it was I don't wanna I don't wanna rag on the flick or rag on anybody involved. You know, a lot of people came out and worked for free that wouldn't normally have done that and mm-hmm. you know, it was always it's always great to get the band together.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was cool too, at least for me, because it was the first time that I had scored anything.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's so for those fun. that don't know Dawson <clears throat> does most of the music or collaborates in some way, on Behind My Eyes, you collaborate on some of the audio stuff.
1: Yeah, not a, not nearly yeah. as much, Hayden though. That most was of the mostly music. Hayden. But on again,
2: that. that movie was much more, That's sound design yeah. as score. Yeah. And I was really big on that, basing it off the opening credits for Cabin Fever. Yeah. And that film really plays a lot, especially that opening. In, in Mom. Yeah, in Mom. That's yeah. where I took that idea. Well, no one behind my eyes really playing yeah you think there's no real score in behind my eyes it's just much no, more yeah, sound design weird with mom there's some theme stuff but it is a some lot of tonal stuff. work and yeah which
1: was yeah. weird because at least for me coming from a background where melody is drives everything re- it's a huge part of what you try to do and then you get notes saying there's it's too melodic yeah jesus christ I'm using three notes. Yep. How is it too melodic? <laughs> no, it's got to be droney. Just more atmospheric, more moody. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because um, at at that point in time, the, uh, the lingo of how to describe what you wanted was... M- a little vague i guess. It was
2: super totally vague it's it's one of the <laughs> when you're not a musician and you're trying like as, a, as a filmmaker and you're trying to communicate those ideas you really you're only left to communicate through feeling yeah you know i can say like i want you know this to be a little heavier a little crunchy or a little this or like a really kind of a, a this kind of melody but other than that I'm really, we were just kind of sitting at the keyboard and he's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm like, well, you're supposed to feel this. And then you'd noodle and pull your hair out and then come across something. I'd be like, okay, now that, there we go. And then you just, we just, you built it from the ground up that way with yeah. your weird instrument choices and your, yeah, banging on your guitar with things. and, Yeah,
1: it's funny yeah. actually. Very little of that, despite it sounding like there's a lot of synth in it, most of it is actually just guitar and bass and doing really weird unorthodox stuff with those instruments like um in the scene where the mom has the bandage change mm. and you see the wound and she does the big scream and all that weird stuff is happening that's a bass guitar hooked up to a reverb echo pedal um and <laughs> and uh, and an ebo mm and it makes that a horrible like almost godzilla scream which was really yeah that was a fun accident yeah the find. music
2: was probably my my favorite part of that well thank you yeah. i appreciate that it because it, that was, was cool. that was a hard project for me
1: it was really difficult to uh wrap my head around what you were asking coming from initially like a rock and roll upbringing and then studying jazz you know you think a lot about mm-hmm. melody and harmony and chord progressions.
2: yeah (laughs) it's supposed to be sad well can i use like a piano or a guitar nope (laughs) no don't do that no well other than that opening that music box melody at the start but that's about it
1: that's about it and even that is really considerably more simplistic Mm -hmm. than i normally go so that was cool which then shortly so then after mom was when i was back in the hammer because that was school i had to go back to school after the tour was done and I I just had to get back at it, um, which then, as you were saying, led to uh, it, just timeline wise, you started going through that breakup with that particular ex, which mm-hmm. then eventually led to your new relationship, which is lovely and awesome. And I wanna <laughs> I wanna hear how you guys met, cause I have a rough recollection of of the story one okay. one boozy evening. Well. Well,
2: I've been chatting my face off, so why don't you lay it down and I'll interject mm-hmm. at inappropriate times. Okay, yeah. come well, with the big enough. ups. <laughs> this is ring not going to catch.
0: On. I refuse it, it to is. allow uh, this to catch on. You can
1: deny it all you want; doesn't mean it, it's in your not, soul. Okay. Um. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, we met June eighth.
0: Jesus, more to, specific than I. I like. remember because I have oh. Thank you. Right. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. We met June 8th, uh, 2000, I guess it's been three years, 2013. So, yeah, I see. You're holding up your fingers. You're doing a one and a three. This is a t- this is a 13. 2013. Yes. He's making Jesus. hand gestures. This is how we communicate. Uh, it's very, very unproductive. <laughs>
3: Fucking
1: Coco the gorilla. Basically, yeah. <laughs> she saw me, the blue-eyed Simeon. Simeon.
0: <laughs>
1: and was excited.
0: <laughs> and she latched on. When you have a gorilla, grabbed onto your nipples. Yeah, Yo, you listen. Pay, you pay attention. Um, yeah. but yeah. So, um, June eighth, two thousand thirteen, I was at a concert. Actually, uh, the oh. what what is now field trip, which is a two day music festival at fort york in toronto by the label arts and crafts started as the 10th anniversary concert on that single day it was a one-day thing for the arts and crafts label uh which was also a reunion concert for broken social scene oh cool so they had they were the headliners of an all-day music thing there was like an etsy tent and like all sorts of like food trucks and things it was big to do Um, and I was also invited to this party, uh, by a mutual friend of ours who was having, he and his wife were having a housewarming party and I wanted to go because at this time I was still kind of starting to crack into the writing industry and everything. And he was the office manager for Rue Morgue and it was like, oh great, I've got a personal invitation to what can, to what Should be a lot of fun anyways, but what could also be a very important networking opportunity, I I should make, yes, I should make myself present. I should be there. Um, So I left and I didn't see Broken Social Scene. I stayed for the rest of the concert, but in order to get there, Mm. I didn't stay for Broken Social Scene, which is fine Mm. because I'm not like the biggest Broken Social Scene fan. It's fun. My best friend Mm. at the time wanted me to go, so I went. Um, So I bailed early and I show up and there's this guy who just got buzzed in um Weird dude. It's me. Dressed in like, looked like he was still dressing for like high school and stuff. (laughs) Lip ring and, anyways, so he walks in and then I call up.
2: T-shirt and my shorts, man. Yeah. Did you have your socks on? No, I was
0: wearing burks You were wearing your sandals, right? He's a
1: dabber Dan man, Dag (laughs) Nabbit.
0: Yes, I was watching that the other day. Great flick. Um, damn it! Now I want to sing the song. Later, later, later. We'll do it later. Um. But, so he he walks in and then I call up because I'm assuming we're not going to the same place. So I buzz <laughs> up.
2: Under normal circumstances in Ariel's life, that would have been a terribly safe assumption. <laughs> <laughs> the odds that we'd be going to the same place and it wasn't like to identify a prisoner, probably.
0: Well, no, yeah. it wasn't even that. I just assumed I, I had no idea who you were. I had no idea where you were going. It was a safe assumption that we were going to separate places. You mm. could have been, it was a big apartment building. You could have been going anywhere. So I, I buzz up and, you know, Ron, Ron buzzes me in and then I go into the elevator. We, we stand there. We're both standing in the same elevator and Darling Bob is standing, basically pulling a Blair Witch in the front left corner of the elevator. <laughs> and I'm standing back, relaxed, whatever, kind of wondering, sure. who's this weirdo? Why does he look so afraid? <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. And we both find out that we're like, he pushed the button, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm going there too. He doesn't
2: push the button. I'm like, oh, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we ride up together and get out of the elevator, and I'm looking, and we're both walking down the hallway in the same direction, and he's kind of walking faster ahead of me and keeps kind of turning back to be like is she going in the same direction and lo and behold i was and then doesn't ron focus out of the out of the door of his apartment and go oh great okay so so i see you guys have met each other and we both look at each other and we're like nope <laughs> not yet
2: the reason i guess to give some clarity i'm not just a total lunatic
0: it's true he's not this is this is strictly Partial. my perspective out spit, of the time <laughs> oh, spit
2: take yeah nope, Danny not tell Partial, partial lunatic. Yeah. So I'd gotten out of a bad breakup, just literally maybe a couple of weeks before, and Ron was on me to come to this do. It's like there'll be people there, man. You know, the guys from the office will be there. Just come, it'll be fine. Yeah. So I show up, and I got you know a couple of six packs of beer, and I'm like, whatever. I'm not out to do anything. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to anybody. And I see Ariel walk by, or walk up to the building, and I'm just like, damn, because she's stunning. <laughs> so I was, fuck. <laughs> So I get in the building and she's walking the elevator. I'm like, please don't be going where I'm going. Please don't be going where I'm going. Because in the back of my head, I'm like, if she's going where I'm going, that means she's a movie person. Yeah. That means so she probably won't be a total loser. And I'm gonna talk to her because I'm fucking hopeless. <laughs> and like you know, gotta talk to the pretty girl. So we get in the elevator and I I am literally in the corner, just trying like, to get as fully far pulling away. A Blair Witch. It's funny because you never you. Didn't tell me that. Yeah, I'm trying to get Initially, as far away from funny. her. I'm like, there's just because we're going to the same floor, she'd be going somewhere else. If I push myself in this corner far enough, I can disappear, <laughs> like a fucking fraggle hole. And of course, <laughs> I get off, and I'm just trying to like obviously not sneakily see if she's following me. And of course, Ron's like, oh, you're here. Well, of course, we're early. Yeah, we were oh, like, I, I, and, hour hour and I and I and I thought
0: I was going to be well because no, we arrived on time. But on else time, late, right? Even but but nobody else was the there. There was one other person there.
2: You're entertainment folk. You're so
1: yeah. on time is early.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. I guess so. Right. We at least Did we. That's how there. it is for musicians. Yeah. There's no one else there. I start whapping Budweisers and I talk to her and I'm trying to put my you know my sad little I'm cool. Listen to these funny things that I say, and she was.
3: Yeah, it was like very she wasn't interested.
2: like like a, like a like a half laugh. You know, you can tell pretty quick. Sure, if you're, sure. If you're, like obviously, I wasn't getting in her face or anything. But not, you can not tell if, if you're talking to a girl and you you know, no, I'm not putting the moves or anything. But I'm trying to, I'm telling jokes and
0: he wasn't putting on the moves no. yet. No,
1: goes is putting some moves on my would my
2: girlfriend.
0: be girlfriend. Not not long thereafter, he was handing me glasses of wine and and def- definitely trying to put some kind of
2: move on. I was just well, you kept. You kept talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. So she's talking to me. So I'm trying to be nice, but at the same time, trying not to. I'm like, don't, don't overdo this, man. Like, don't, <laughs> don't fuck this don't up. Don't be an idiot. So oh, we talked the the entire night, like six, yeah. seven hours. We were chatting. And, well, and like not interested.
0: And, like we veered off into light conversations with other people. But for the most part, we just kept coming back to each other hmm. enough so that like, you know, mutual friends who worked for Rumor were like, "Oh, when did Bob and Ariel start dating?" And Ron was like, "They just met tonight." And like, he like people were legitimately asking about that. Yeah.
2: Mm. So that's funny. We part yeah. from the party. A couple like a week or so goes by, and Ron's like, "You should, you should call Ariel, man." I'm like, I can't call a girl. <laughs> I'm a idiot. What do you think I am? A I'm human? an idiot. He's like, "No, man, just like call her and hang out with her. You know, just ask her if she wants to watch movies and shit." So I psych myself up and I message her. I'm like, "Yo, how's it going?" We, you know, we were talking at the party, you know. Like, "Oh, she's super bubbly cuz she is." I said, I'm "You not are that
0: bubbly? Well, you're
2: polite.
1: You're going to have to when you hear that in playback, I'm, I'm not
3: bubbly." I'm not bubbly?
0: But I'm not. I have- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I have edge. I have Girl. I, I you can. I do. You I can.
2: can. You can for I'm sure. I'm nice,
0: but I'm not bubbly.
2: So, I Emma? invited her over no. to my Shut place. Up. I was like, come over for a movie night. And we end up... And I'm just, like, panicked. Because, like, this pretty girl's coming to my house. And I know she's, like... She's not, you know, like... He
0: bought a fruit tray. I
2: did, because I didn't want to get junk food. Because she's, like, all, like, fit and put together with her life,
0: right? <laughs> he got and a fruit went, tray and he got me a glass. Is like, that when you got really the glass I from got, the dollar store?
2: Um, I know. I went to fucking um, Kitchen Stuff Plus. Oh, is I that bought, what like, I thought you got yeah. No, Kitchen stuff plus, thank you. And we still <laughs> and got, like, but we
0: still have this glass. One of the
2: glasses, because Ron's like she's like really classy, man. Like she, you know, she knows what she likes. She goes to like nice restaurants. She's been around the world, like she's classy. <laughs> so I go out <laughs> and I get like a really nice bottle of wine, and I have no idea. Sure. And I'm like, it's really expensive. Okay. And like a bottle of like maker's mark. You know, and of course she which she has none of. Of course. You know, just like, I'm like, I got a fruit tray. Instead of like, just dump it like a bag of nachos on the table, right? Yeah. And well, we also
0: had Dr. Pepper. I remember you got Dr. Pepper, didn't you? Yes, we had yeah, some Dr. We had, Dr. Pepper some and, some chips stuff and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. So she
2: ended up staying over till dawn and we just watched like yeah. four movies.
0: Five, it was like five or six the first time. It was a lot. It was a lot. And I was like, show me something. Sorry, something show me up. something fucked up. And he's like, and we had talked about martyrs already. Right. Which was... Which is kind of as extreme as you can get.
2: Yeah, yeah And I'm like, going into the
0: I'm like, show me something like, show me something like martyrs, something that's going to make me like think, that's going to engage me, like something right. that's like you had harsh. S- I don't
1: mean to interrupt, but you had seen martyrs already. Oh yeah, at oh, this yeah. point. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, was, I thought so because you guys talked about that on on the podcast, yeah. which mm-hmm. was martyrs versus old boy. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no martyrs.
0: martyrs versus cabin in the woods.
2: Cabin fever. Cabin fever. fever. That's what F- I mean. fever. Yeah, cabin fever.
1: Mar, Old Boy uh, Old Brothers, and Killist. 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 that's what It was right. Ben that was Wheatley and, and, and yeah yeah my bad Park yeah. Chan Wook. and Park because are... they had The
0: Handmaiden and Free Fire. Incidentally, yeah. Free Fire Archive is episode. fucking phenomenal.
1: Right. The, these we're talking about episodes of, uh, of, of, a of a frame apart. Yes. Yeah.
2: So Arrow comes over, watches the flicks, and you know seems to kind of really jam on the whole thing, and another oh, week or so goes by, and uh, and we do it again. Well ron ha- yeah so she- well, we did we we yeah. got
0: together to watch movies at least two or three times yeah before we no went. it was
2: only twice was it only twice? it was twice because that day that night you came over and the next day we were we went and saw the conjuring
0: that was it the next day it was
2: the next day because well, you, it was June 26. you left my house at like <clears throat> six o'clock in the morning um doing like that awkward like sleeping on top of the bed with like well yeah because i fell asleep because i because f- we i was TV. exhausted yeah. and i was too tired yeah. to drive home just fall asleep at a stranger's so house i
0: sleep. fell a- so i fell asleep on on the couch and he went and crawled into bed and he didn't crawl into the sheets he was sleeping on top of the sheets and i kind of got up because i noticed he wasn't there and i was like okay and i kind of went and poked my head into the bedroom and i saw he was lying down on the bed and i kind of just lied down in Aww. front of him and i was just kind of facing him and like,
2: then she rolled over and fell asleep. And I woke up and I'm yeah. like, just like that Casper moment, like there's a girl on my bed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I'm like literally behind her. I'm like, do I put my fucking hand on her? Like, are we there? Like, have we had any kind of discussion about this? And so I didn't. I just, just sat there and was like, and I kept and wanting just you stood. to. <laughs> I had no idea because I didn't want to be a weirdo, right? Because yeah. you're like, you know, I knew you're like pretty staunchly feminist and don't fuck with me kind of an attitude, right? So I didn't want to do that and turn around and end up getting slapped or something, right? You don't want to be, you don't make anyone uncomfortable. Yeah, know. true, sure.
1: true.
2: Uh, although I'll say, though, typically chick when comes a chick lays down your bed, into bed yeah. with
1: you, chances are, chances... You can chances at least put your hand okay. on her shoulder. Yes. Right? Yeah, like a, 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 a snuggle's probably okay. Yeah. You know, so, don't just try to... <laughs> Try you know, ram it in there. No, so God, like, no. <laughs> fold it over and duffel bag it. Yep. Oh, so, man. bite the pillow, baby. Here uh, it
2: comes. Uh, Ew. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> in Cheetos. Oh. Ew. So morning, Jesus. dawn breaks. Morning comes, and Ariel leaves because we were going to. No, we ended up meeting up at uh, the lightbox for something. I think it's from Beyond or something. I don't know what it was. But you're at the light box.
0: I don't recall. And then
2: a, a little more time goes by, and Ron's like, I have tickets for The Conjuring.
0: It was for the press screening. Yeah, for the press screening nice. for The Conjuring. It's yeah. so
2: like, you should, you should call Ariel. That's <laughs> where so she wants to go. I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. He's like, no, you guys have been doing, she was talking to me. She, kind of, she enjoyed hanging out with you. So we go to the show. And watch the movie. And the first conjuring was really good. Up until the, both of them are really good until Up until the end. The end, the end mm-hmm. of both movies suck.
0: Which we both agree on.
2: But the the movie's really good and we're like, we want to hang out. We're downtown, so we go and get Thai food. I've never had Pad Thai, but I want to oh. be cool. Yeah, right? so he's a- so good. Right. I love pad thai now, but I don't like it with the peanuts all over it. And oh, which fuck is you. Yeah, right. Thank you. So but I'm trying to be cool, and we're sitting in the quad. Well, because this was I, I can, Ryerson. Yeah, so we go we
0: go to the uh, to the screening and everything, and I'm like, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, it would be really sweet if we could go and do these things because the quad at Ryerson, because we were at Young and Dundas, right. that was where we saw the movie. I'm this like, is in Toronto. Yes. And so Dundas. Because we are talking to the audience. To an audience. So this is in Toronto. We're at Dundas Square at the Cineplex at Young and Dundas that used to be an AMC like a million years ago. Um, And I'm thinking, well, I don't want this to be done yet. Like, I don't. Like, it's too early. I don't want to go home. And I don't want to not be with this person whom I'm starting to have very strange feelings for. I had all. All of the feelings. Yeah. Like, it's hair where there wasn't hair before.
1: and
2: My vagina's purring. Oh,
3: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why does it all of a sudden have emphysema? That's. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a very old queen. <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounds like Mutley from Wacky Racers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm thoroughly liking how off track we've gotten. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Anyways. So I didn't want to leave this delightfully (laughs) romantic human being. Yeah. So Well, so I asked him, I'm like, Do you wanna go get some food? There's, you know, Salad King is just up the up the way. We can get some takeout. Salad King is is like an institution in Toronto. It's a Thai a Thai place that started and the reason why they're called Salad King is because they couldn't pay they couldn't afford to replace the sign of the previous place that had occupied that space, the previous restaurant. So they kept the sign Salad King. It has since been changed. They they now have multiple location, or I think they have multiple locations. If not, that's the only one. But, I thought so. they were
2: serving actual salad. I was kind of an idiot. Did you really? Oh yeah, I was stupid. I didn't know. You're like, do you like, want to salad go get food? King's I'm like, yes. Right here. Yes, I'd like to go get food now. Please with you. Oh yeah, it's uh. just, just trying to be and trying to be slick. So All we right. got pad thai. Yeah, baby, let's do it. I love right. Sally King. I've been getting salads there since day one. <laughs> like, you know, right. they're like lettuce. I'm like romaine, motherfucker. Oh, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, tomatoes diced. Iceberg is for suckers. Yeah, <laughs> don't give me none of that jive iceberg.
0: So we went and we took our ta- our pad thai. And we went into the quad at Ryerson, because, again, favorite, one of my favorite places in the city. And we sat and we're eating. And there's this raccoon sitting behind us on the grass.
2: Digging yeah. the shit out just, of the yard. Just
0: fucking up the lawn. Like, for just, no reason just other than to fu- stir shit. We were yeah. wondering if he was looking for something. Right. But he was just, like, not even, like, looking pulling up that. dirt. Like, people but would it, look he at him taking... and he'd
2: just, like, what, what, what? And just, like, look at you while he was digging.
0: And he wasn't even digging, like... Earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't even, like, pulled digging up just, like, swaths of dirt. He pulled up, like, full chunks of, like, <laughs> terroir. Like, he was pulling terroir? up... Terroir? is earth. I just thought I'd be funny. It's not funny. Never mind. It's anyway. A, <laughs> he, he was pulling Wait up... Sec.
2: Sorry? Chunks of earth. That was earth. the sound of Ariel's joke.
1: Oh, come on now. No.
0: Be nice. I am.
1: Tell nice. the story
2: about how we met. hmm <laughs>
0: Yes. Anyway, so this raccoon is sitting behind <laughs> us. Everything's super awkward. And I was insanely uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable because I didn't know... I, that I He was so not my type.
2: Nope.
0: Like, like, at all. <laughs> I and she never... wasn't my
2: type either. You um, know, I've been, you know, like, horror and metal and all that kind of stuff. And she's, like, all folky and well-read and shit. No, like, I, that's not being mm. mean to any other girl that I've dated. If anyone hears this, you're not well-read. But it's just, it was so, anyone that knows me, it was a big, kind of a 180 switch. It was a bit of a change, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I don't look like that type.
1: Well, you're not a metal chick.
0: I don't look like a metal chick. I don't look like a goth chick. I don't look like a horror chick. I don't, I, but you wouldn't, to look at me, you wouldn't think that Martyrs was my favorite horror movie. To look at me, you wouldn't think that. Stallman vs. Demonic Toys, actually. No, that's yours. (laughs) We've been over this.
2: I wish that was my favorite movie.
0: So, yeah, and I
2: obviously, you know, you dated, like, doctors and lawyers and shit, and...
0: Well, just... No lawyers.
2: (laughs) 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 And then all of a sudden there's me, and, like, we're trying to play it cool and play it coy, and... Yeah, because, yeah. you know, like, most people, they'll go, you know, and they'll have dinner and have a few glasses of wine, so they start, you know, like, saying shit they wouldn't normally say, but we're just fucking standing, just sitting there, stone sober, you know, like, mm. kind of, like, back in the seventh grade, you're like, well, if you like someone, you should just be able to say it. Yeah, like, know? having the conversation that dances around the issue. Why can't people just kiss if they really like each other and shit? Oh, <laughs> my like, God. And, but, like, That's just super fantastic. kid shit, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking, That's like, great. I think she wants me to kiss her. But she may punch me right in the fucking face. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure. So I, I, I kissed her. And she punched me right in the fucking face.
0: No, I didn't.
2: No, it was in the nuts. <laughs> no, I kissed her. No, and she, I did And she dug on it.
0: That's my purse! I don't know you! Take it out. But it was... Yeah. And it was... Yeah. And that was... And then the rest, as they say. It's
1: history. Well, no, that's cool, though. That's cute. Because, I mean... Sort of similarly... That's almost how Amber and I hooked up. In a way, we were at a party, mm-hmm. which was at my house. That I fabricated a party to get her there. To, yeah, basically, because um, I was too much of
2: a chicken shit to actually ask her out on a date. Because, what's what? this new girl like? She's nice. Is she into Jesus? No, nope. marry her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> huh? Oh, it's nah. story. That's oh. that's an off-air story because okay. that stuff's a bit of a sticky wicket. Um, <laughs> that's a real tale. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I fabricated this party, and I was, I was telling people, oh, "I'm gonna go ask that. I'm gonna go ask this girl out, walk up to her, and I, and I had every intention of asking her on a date when I first got over there. And then all of a sudden, my brain, which is so weird, because before that, asking girls out was not an issue at all. Um, he was
2: a confident fellow.
3: Yeah.
1: But then I got up there, and I'm looking at her, and all of a sudden, my brain just goes. Aah!
0: <laughs> was like, like an Inside Out?
1: Uh, yeah, kind of. Girl. 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 Yeah. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Warning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the best.
0: So I just went, oh,
1: Jesus. My brain just took a shit. So I'm like, <laughs> there's going to be a party at my house on Saturday if you want to. I don't know if you want to be there. That's cool. Whatever. If there's going to be some bands okay. and, you know. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, thanks. I'm like, okay, cool, turn around. Just a second, my back's to her. panic all over my face. I'm like, oh, fuck, there's supposed, now, There's it's, no party it's Thursday. <laughs> when I ask her out, party sat, or ask her to come to this party, party's supposed to be Saturday, and I told her, the bands, plural, so I'm like, oh, Jesus, so I run into the school, <laughs> hop on the payphone, yes, the payphone, because mm-hmm. we still had those back yeah. then, and I was, I held out. Against cell phones for as long as I could. Anyway, call up my brother. I'm like, dude, the band has to play at the house on Saturday. A girl's coming over. I told her there was a party and that there would be bands. So we have to get all of our other friends that are in bands <laughs> at the house to play. And it was crazy. We ended up pulling it off. There was like 50, 60 people at the house Holy on Saturday. So three like, bands. And it was a rager. It was. A, you were there. I Probably, yeah.
0: So it was like, it was, uh, you know, one of those high school parties and like 10 things i hate about you but
1: not as lame but not yeah but but not like that though because not it like was it, it fabricated was fabricated and lame it was it, it, like it, well this was totally a fabricated but yes but party. not in that movie to be but fair. not not it in... was a total lie to yeah. get in amber's bra so <sighs> hey she married me so <laughs> it's worked. all that matters the deceit the deceit is behind yeah, us yeah but she knows the truth now <laughs> Um, <laughs> I have to listen to this episode. And, oh no, I told him long before that. But it was funny. We we're we're sitting there, and my friends are like, "You fucking pussy. Yeah. This is the date that you asked her on. This this party that she doesn't know is a fucking date. Is the date <laughs> that you asked her?". And I'm like, yeah, I, "Well, you need
2: fifty escorts. Well, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna ask her out. I'm gonna ask her out at the party. What, okay. th- watch this. I'll you know this is where I'll make my move. And um, for whatever reason we're sitting together and we've been hanging out pretty well all night and you know very close proximity no cuddling or holding hands or anything you're close talking but we're close talking and for whatever reason this stupid fucking the chimp part of the brain goes well if you just kiss her on the mouth You'll know pretty quick if she's into it or not. Oh, my
0: God. He thought either. the same
2: thing about the lady at the McDonald's, and <laughs> that didn't go well.
1: No, that ended up in third-degree burns on my pupils. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Their coffee is hot. Uh, no. <laughs> um, uh, but no, for whatever reason, my brain's like, just kiss her. And if she kisses you back, you're in. And if she punches you in the face, then it was never meant to be. <laughs>
3: Which, which, Brilliant. which is
1: this? Is this is also the thought process of like a fucking eighteen year old boy that's scared as shit, scared out of his fucking wits, has no idea. And normally I was, I was, I don't want to say I was a smooth operator prior, but normally Ooh, no, 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 I was, <laughs> yeah. Normally I wasn't too bad though. And for whatever reason, something about Amber really stumped me, and so I was like, fuck it. I just kissed her, and thank God she kissed me back, because otherwise. Dude, we can punch in the face. I could have been, yeah. I She'd could, kill you. She could. yeah, she would have. Just ripped me apart. So that's yeah. that's kind of funny though, that that, that yeah. story is like people should just be allowed to kiss each other if they want to. Yeah, you were
2: 18 though. I was like yeah. twenty eight. I know, that's why it's awesome. Twenty yeah, turning twenty nine. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah.
0: You were my age when we started dating. I was
2: old, I know, gross. <laughs> no, it's
0: not that. Try not
2: to vomit. <laughs> I just can't believe
0: it's been that three and a half years, man. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel like yeah. it's been that long. And at so the same yeah. time, it so feels like it's been So for the listening audience,
2: I hope you've enjoyed the, the tale of our uh, uh, love lives. <laughs> the tale of two cities. Yes.
1: Um, it was the best of time. It was the blast of times. It's stupid monkey. <laughs> More Simpsons. Sorry. I know. Uh, all right.
0: That one I am very, very All right.
1: Of. All right. But uh, yeah, so then after you guys hooked up, um, you, got the, you got a new place relatively... Kind of, kind of fast. You guys moved a in year. together. Yeah. Well,
2: there it was, was after
0: a year. Yeah, it was almost a almost oh, okay. a year, give we or take. Together, and right. we moved. My out roommate to the at junction. the time bailed on. Yeah,
2: my roommates left the city. Your roommate sucked. That's true. So we lived together in the West End for a while, and that kind of sucked.
0: Yeah, because yeah, that apartment to the was east.
1: garbage. Yes, that's right. I remember that was. Oh, I that haven't been to the new one, which you movies. haven't. I know. We've been
0: there for over a year.
1: Well, my. Vehicle is your been vehicle's there. been fucked you, since we 1999. We have
0: go transit. There are buses and trains.
1: Okay, the, the last time Come I had
0: guilting. The last time I got guys.
1: on the train to go see you guys, I was having a panic attack on the uh, on the You're subway. Such a boy. And I had to play. No, well, it, I mean, most of my travel is done. It's just a small town
3: girl living <laughs> in a lonely world. I uh, took the midnight train, going anywhere.
2: Journey does in fact rock. Uh, it
1: does. Man, actually, did you know that their first like two albums are prog rock? Yeah, first okay. three. Yeah, three. Oh, yeah, there's a three. There's three. And
2: they got threatened to get thrown off the label, so they had to yeah, bring in a right. singer.
1: Yeah, Steve Perry. Yeah. Their original singer was the uh, the cat. I can't remember his name right now, but he's the dude that uh, sang for Santana for a long time. He mm. he did the vocals for their cover of uh, Black Magic Woman.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah cuz the guitar player for yeah. Journey was the with was, was, uh Santana's guitar player picked him out of like school when he was like 15. Yeah. Huh. Um but yeah, anyway. Um He yeah,
1: yeah. was on the I was on the subway and I was freaking out and I had my acoustic with me and it was in a soft bag and uh to calm myself I was uh doing i was fingering out chords through the bag so i could feel the strings to calm myself down i was playing georgia on my mind yeah. <laughs> to calm myself down because i needed i needed that because
0: uh... the ttc can be stressful it
2: can be and especially you're on the go train when that happened to you oh yeah i was yeah, on the i go. met you at union station yeah he didn't do the ttc alone i went and got him yeah and when
1: we were on the ttc i was freaking out even harder and i i, I kept I was still just yep. doing like fingerings through the bag so I could feel the strings under my fingers to calm my nerves. But you got like I mean all of my travel is either done in my car uh, for when I was on tour it was done on a bus or plane. So I don't do subways and and uh, you don't public. do rail,
0: you don't do rail transit, not,
1: No no. I'm not su- well, I have done it, but for I'm people, not super comfortable with it. For people
2: that have never been in it's the claustrophobic. TTC, it can be a little overwhelming the first few times. Hey, fuck, I live in Toronto for six years, I still hate being in the TTC because yeah, you never know when someone's gonna TTC. go off. Yeah. So you're waiting for someone to act a fool or throw up or get in a We're fight, trying or... to
0: convince him that it's okay to come to Toronto. Huh? You're <laughs> don't not be a helping. pussy,
2: get on, it's fine. Well,
0: I'm getting a new,
1: <laughs> I'm getting a van soon. Why don't I just? Come up in the new vehicle, and then that, that way I've happen. got all kinds of control.
2: <laughs> well, then the audience here, you guys can
0: you guys are, be are... angry
2: on his on his message. The people still have. We
0: now words. have recorded proof of this. When the new car happens, you uh, guys yeah. is coming for a visit. I know,
1: and you're gonna take Amberdale, your fancy cheese shots. I'm gonna and...
0: take all you guys to yeah. all the fancy Me everything. And
1: Dawson and go comic shots. Fuck yeah. yeah.
3: Well,
0: we're gonna Boom. do both, man. We'll go eat the good food. Yeah. Go and then go do the the comic books and the books and the movies. And then go eat more of the good food why, and then go home and watch movies. Why you to put books
1: and comic books in a different...
0: Because comic it's books It's literature.
1: Books? How dare you? Philistine.
0: I know <laughs> you don't buy that. I
1: I do. It is literature. How could it not be? No,
0: no. Not that it's not literature. But you don't think of... You don't say, I got to read a good book and automatically jump to, like, Sin City or from hell.
1: That's so funny that you said Sin City because I was just about to say that. <laughs>
0: I'm a, I'm novel. a big
1: I'm a big Frank Miller fan. He is literature and why not? I would I'd, I'd lump Again, him in Again, I'm like, not
0: arguing that it's that it's literature, but I'm saying to you, to, to be distinguish fair, between a comic book and a book serves the function of simply saying, Okay, so you're thinking of that type of literature versus that type of literature. Strangely enough That's though, it. your
2: two examples that you brought up are Frank Miller and Alan Moore, two of the greatest comic <laughs> book writers of the latter half of the twentieth century. Yeah. Both of whom redefined the form. <laughs> Between them, basically created the concept of the graphic novel. Yeah, pretty much. You're good. I <laughs> you don't know. know.
0: I was deliberate. Okay. You talk to me like I don't know these things. I don't know what you. What know. do you, you think? You don't I tell did. me everything. No, I don't tell you everything. <laughs> this isn't my a profession. House for a huge portion of the this day. isn't my career. This isn't the thing that I do. Comic books. No, no. Do you I'm have a there. secret thing you're not telling
2: me you about? You're kid <laughs> ass.
0: Media, media, darling, media.
2: Well, you know, oh, I know you need to break it down into categories.
0: Does big ups like to break it down?
2: <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, she
0: does. <laughs> yes! Oh,
1: and finally, finally. No, I'm not giving in. Yeah, That's once. That's kidding. once. No, it's not. That's
0: one.
2: Hey, trust me, I learned full well. Once is all it takes, okay? And she's still here.
1: So yeah, it's three and a half yeah. years
0: later. Stop poking me. Uh, poking.
1: So um after you guys have been together for a while, eventually the idea of a podcast yes comes up well, we've been
0: we've been talking about that for a
2: long time we've been told by folks that they people keep saying like your conv- like conversations are interesting. you guys should do something yeah you, know? you guys are always talking movies anyway you might as well put on the microphone and have a show so we bought a mic and it sat and gathered us for a bit and then
0: no we bought the mic when we were pretty much ready to get started
2: a few weeks later we fired up the it, show and yeah created the frame of part
0: we were trying for a long time to figure out what to do for a name that was the hard yeah, part we sure. knew what we wanted to discuss even that took a little bit we were trying to kind of break it down and we're like well do we want it to be very specific do we want to just focus on horror do we want to leave it completely open-ended do we want to focus yeah. on foreign film or like what do we want to do and for both of us i think me maybe a little bit more than you Although, like really just for both of us. We we our our interest is in cinema as a whole. Sorry. Like,
1: He's tapping the table. That'll pick up on the mic's brother. Oh, sorry. Sorry.
0: That might have been me actually. Oh, was yeah. it you? I was I scratching so. my knee. Oh. Um
1: I'll put a noise gate on it later, it'll clean it up. It'll okay. be fine. Cool. Continue. So
0: we we're we're interested in like we're both we both have a vested interest in, in in horror and we're both really fascinated by horror and for different reasons and some of the same reasons. Yeah. But I've always been particularly compelled by just good cinema as a whole. I don't really sure. care if it's what it is, mm. so long as it's good and it speaks to the human condition. Right. And. Dormant versus demonic toys. No, that does not speak to the human condition. That goes against the human condition. No, it does.
2: It speaks if you're feeling like. Overwhelmed because you're small and the world feels too big, and sometimes you need to kill a giant spider.
0: No, this is none of this is. Don't watch that movie, guys. No, No, watch that movie. It's awesome. Don't don't do it. Don't don't do it. Anyways, (laughs) um, Dick. I was thinking for a long time about what to what to name the show, and we bounced back ideas, and nothing really seemed to work. It didn't really seem to have like that ring. It didn't have that tone. Yep. Um, and I kind of took to Twitter and was asking a bunch of colleagues. A few different people, Dan, Dan Gorman of Modern Superior, gave mm-hmm. us a, a little bit of feedback. Norm Wilner who writes for Now Magazine, gave us some feedback. Matt Price, who's also a friend of ours, has a couple of different podcasts and is a, 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 a film programmer for a, a musical film program at, at the Royal. Like a few different people who are friends of ours were like really weighing in on it. And nothing really seemed to click. And then I thought and then it, it, it. clicked a frame apart
2: mm-hmm and I, you we were a little talking, resistant at first we've well, we been talking like film franks i wanted to like i don't think i wanted to call it double bill or something or... We, we
0: wanted to initially we yeah. wanted to call it double bill but, some, but that was taken
2: guys with their food show had wrecked that for everybody there mm. were a
0: few different ones and i can't remember them anymore but there were like a few that y- we had tried it
2: was like when we were trying to come up with steal my name trying to go with <laughs> film company, and every yeah, single thing was, was taken. taken yeah So and then it's just like it but it becomes kind of that serendipity moment like we steal my name and we're sitting there on the couch and I'm like fuck I'm so tired of everyone stealing our name. Oh wait a second (laughs) steal my name productions that's brilliant. Thank you, thank you, pat on the back. (laughs) And we're I'm like, I don't know, film frame, whatever, and you looked at me and went like a frame apart?
0: And you were kind of resistant, and then I kept kind of building on
2: it. You have to roll it around in your mouth a little bit, right? Because mm. you have the two A's in the same sentence, so you don't know if that alliteration sounds strange. But you're like, no, a frame apart. It's got a nice stop and a nice flow to it, and it stops nice and solid. You're not, you know, it's a nice clipped sound with the T. It feels good to say it.
0: Yeah, a know? frame apart. It rolls off the tongue. Mm. It's yeah. it's catchy.
2: Especially when you
1: continue to clip your consonants <laughs> from, from the stage. stage. Re-animator. Re-Animator.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. There we go. It's but touch my daughter again, I'll guys. cut your fucking dick
2: off. <laughs> Did you expect it to... Tango?
0: Tango. <laughs>
2: <a> broken back. <laughs> what are we supposed to do, Dan? Leave a note. Cat debt. Details later. <laughs> Watch Re-Animator, guys. If you, awesome if you haven't movie. seen that movie, go out and find it right now.
0: Fantastic. Yeah,
2: what a great time. But yeah, so, it yeah. is...
1: It's a very... So...
0: And even with, like, the like the physical formatting of everything, we we didn't know mm-hmm. how we wanted to start and, like... Our first few intros are similar, but they're a little different. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of... We had, I think, at around the third show, we kept starting and stopping on the intro because we couldn't do it. I couldn't get it. second episode. Was it the second or the third?
2: Yeah, we brawled down really hard on the second episode. Yeah, (laughs) because we 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 just couldn't get started. I
0: kept fucking up the intro, and it frustrated the hell out of him. And she's
2: like, well, you do it. So I did, like, four of them, and it sounded stupid when I did it. Right. So we finally locked into the format that we have yeah, now where
0: it's i i i open welcome to a yeah. frame Apart, part podcast for every tape episode lady yeah, yeah which is incidental right?
1: when you hear this sound turn the page <laughs> <laughs> right which is so funny because um i remember saying that to you the first time. Yeah. Heard it. i'm
3: like
0: man you're the books on tape lady that's <laughs> awesome i'm not but that would be fun if that if that if that paid the bills i would do that right? kind of voice work it's like
1: it's like the uh, the raiders of the lost ark book on tape When you hear indy's
2: whip crack
1: Turn the page.
0: Yeah.
2: The Return of the Jedi book from Arby's with the 45 in the back. Yeah. Right?
0: But yeah, so we did that. And then it it just kind of fit into place that because he did such a great closing of the episode. So we just that that's what stuck. So I do the opening. He does the closing. We both get to share the weight that way. I do all the plugs. Um, Mm -hmm. He adds enough humor to last both of us a lifetime because he's a lot quicker than I am that way. And in terms of the... Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> the, the holes, are, they help you go faster. <laughs> Speed holes. Speed holes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Speed holes. Um, but even with the <clears throat> images, because at first, our first episode is just the frame the apart black, logo. Yeah. The black with the white yeah. font. Which is great, though, and really. It's the John Carpenter text. And yeah. Well, yeah. it's not just the John Carpenter text. That's the thing. It's uh, the John Carpenter text... Woody Allen text oh, okay. and Wes Anderson text. Huh. So it's those three different fonts that are very specifically used in every single film that those filmmakers do and they're all vastly different. Yeah. They're completely divergent filmmakers and that also kind of plays with what we're trying to do is mm-hmm. bring together you know, complex discussions about potentially very vastly divergent and, sometimes and differential sometimes terribly film.
2: uncomplex discussions just because flicks are fun as shit. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Like, what was that Taekwondo movie?
2: Miami Connection. Oh man. God. Ah, yes. That Nine was Nine. funny. That was—I think shit. that one is really when the show found its footing. What well, that, the, that
0: episode, episode or that episode. movie? Yeah. Both.
2: <laughs> yeah, Miami Connection. Is I Nine was pretty pleased with that space. episode. I that think that's—I would think that was really we could point to that one because I think everyone, when you're doing something like I guess you as a musician, you can look at a song you wrote and go, okay, that's really when. Yeah, yeah. That's the—that's a really good seed that I'm happy to go. That's when shit started to kind of coalesce. You're yeah. like, oh, I can do that. I can put yeah. it together and it finishes and it's a rock and roll too.
1: Well, I think. I think just about any kind of creative person really has um, output landmarks mm-hmm. for themselves. Like when I hit this level, this is kind of my flagship for when I was doing that sort of thing, and mm-hmm. then this was the this, the front and center for this era or period of time mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And
0: I definitely felt so. that way about the second episode with the with the images. Right. Because that was when because we from the second episode, you know, we were going to do it and I'm kind yeah. of sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know, I could put this image up, but, mm-hmm. but,
3: yeah. we is this going to start to look really
0: boring? Yeah, you know, yeah, let's yeah. think All long term because yeah, we do yeah. once a week. We don't have any foreseeable end date in future. Yeah, yeah. Any foreseeable, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that was yeah. correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had a moment. Sorry. Date
2: of endende.
0: Endende? Spanish.
2: Endende. Endende.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, it, 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 you know, well, I mean, you imagine like, Imagine like 50 or 60 episodes all with the exact same image and it looks kind of flat and your yeah, attention sure. isn't necessarily drawn to it. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, what's a good way to draw somebody in? And I thought, use the images from the movie. Use the images from the poster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Independence Day one fits beautifully. Yeah, that worked really it's well. It's framed perfectly with the with the A and the explosion right in the center uh, of it. Yeah, um, That's good. So then I started doing that for every single for every single episode. And I'm really proud of the way it looks. And every time I go on to like SoundCloud to check our stats and everything, and I'm looking at now up up until now are 18 episodes worth. And and the pictures are very demonstrative for me of one, our accomplishment. I'm really, really proud of the show. And um,
2: Go and listen to it, please, or we'll, we'll hate you.
0: Yeah, listen to it. It's fun. We've And that's what we'll... Yeah, no, we will hate you. We will, we
2: will hate <laughs> you. We will. We'll come and find you.
0: We'll fu- we'll, we'll, Are a- you
2: Magnolia fan? <laughs> Did you
1: say Bernard. we're fucking clown shoes?
2: And I quote. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, no, it's, and it's kind of just... It's still not very old. I mean, we started this July 20th. Yeah. and it's now end of november of 2016 because yeah. by the time this airs we'll be it's in the by, yeah august september october yeah. november so we're at about four months yeah and f- in four months we've done 19 episodes the 19th mm-hmm. hasn't aired yet but yeah. we've done 19 episodes and and it's all very good work we're very very proud of it yeah
2: um, and it's you know it's fun to kind of come on a show like you're starting up here you know and Think back to those, you know, first few episodes when you're just fucking terrified. Yeah, yeah. like it's hilarious. I was pleased with our first episode. But sure, you mm-hmm. listen to that. I listen to that now, and it's like, oh god. Yeah, that's, yeah that's why I don't. I
0: don't go back and listen to it. I kind mm-hmm. of take a page out of the books of very, basically any actor in history, and I just don't. I don't listen to my own stuff.
2: I get bummed out though because I'll be going through my iTunes sometimes and I'm like. I kind of want to listen to the Star Wars episode. You know, like you want to... I made some really good points in that episode, (laughs) and I'd like to hear myself talk. And
0: and do you? No, because I have to cut the
2: fucking things. (laughs) So by the time I've... Because we record the episode, and then either both of us are all listen to it all the way back to make sure that nothing's fucked up. Mm -hmm. Then I sit down and cut it. So by the time it goes live... I've heard the episode three times. Yeah. So I'm pretty good now with it, but I still have a few moments from it. Like, I'd like to kind of go back and listen to that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I've got I've got some tunes
1: that every once in a while I'll, I'll go back and listen to it. Just to, more so than going, that's a good, there are a couple where it's like, that's a good fucking song. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just to kind of check my growth, I guess, to mm-hmm. see how stuff from three or four years ago stacks up to stuff from... Last year, and how that stacks up to stuff from last week, you know, and just kind of checking, like, all right, cool, all right, there's progress, I dig it. And then, you know, like you were saying, every once in a while, you go back to something, you go, goddamn, that's pretty good, <laughs> you know,
2: yeah, yeah. and then sometimes you little... we'll, you know, have a little too much to drink, and we pull out some of the goofier tunes, oh the, god, the more embarrassing attempts that they form,
1: yeah, yeah, but Logan's. <laughs> <Shh.
3: laughs>
2: Um, grindingly
1: heavy yeah well you know you gotta experiment before yeah. you can find your footing um but that's that's cool and the the neat thing with the show is you can really you can hear the growth if you listen to it every week which I do um hmm. you can hear how things kind of loosen up a little bit because like you were saying in the first episode it's
3: a, little, it's a little tight yeah a
1: little bit like it's nerves though yeah. right mine. And I'm sure if I were to go back and listen to my first episode, which really this is only number three, but I'm already feeling a lot looser
3: mm-hmm.
1: about it. And I love hanging out with Matt and he's a cool dude and he's great to talk to. But I was shitting bricks. This is the first time i had done it. And I was like, oh, I got to be really on top of this. I got to be really good. And I had all kinds of notes and pointers all printed out. None of that shit today. Yeah, it's a bit... It's,
2: I do enjoy the kind of fucking approach of 646. Yeah, yeah, Just throw it together, man, jam! You know, which was kind of the ethos of 646. Yeah, you know? it was, you know, but, you, you know, know... show up to the house and just do whatever. Somebody playing? No, rugs video games right now. Like, what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to play later, you know? Oh, we got to write some shit, you know? Yeah. You just Something's going to... Something like. will Something's happen. Something's going to happen, yeah. You know, very organic, and it's...
1: And I, I like that, and just when you're talking about coming up with names and stuff, it took me a little while to figure out what I wanted to call this thing. Um and despite the fact that 646 is maybe a little bit more of an inside uh, moniker i suppose mm. um hopefully People will
0: ask questions yeah
1: and hopefully that this episode will help to describe that and if i have to readdress it every once in a while that's cool i have no qualms with talking about the 646 days yeah. um the address obviously yeah as opposed to the podcast I don't know why that voice came you know, out. It just, just happened? just starting to happen. I won for it, why not? <laughs> Zoidbergian. Bergian. But yeah, you know, it's some... Um... What are you, some kind of crab practicing medicine? <laughs> Bullshit!
2: The only crab I want to see is on the deck of Addy's fucking boat!
1: He fishes for Haddock.
2: So, I was watching, uh, playing video games the other day and watching Rift Tracks. Right. And I was watching the uh, Roland Emmerich Godzilla.
1: Nice.
2: There's the bit where the, the Godzilla comes in and the people on the boat. Yeah. No joke. Somebody kicked open the door to the, the cabin on the boat and went, Hey, Addy! No
1: <laughs> way. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch it. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. These are fictional characters that uh, started with a, a fella named Mr. Mr. The safety, safety Shoes.
0: That we created one day when we were driving. Were we driving to Peterborough?
2: We're driving to Peterborough and we're in the car and I'll just... I spend most of my time trying to make Carrie laugh so she doesn't really start paying attention to how much of a loser I am. <laughs> <laughs> so if she's if she's laughing, she's not judging. Um, so um, we're in the car and we're driving and I'm just, you know, doing voices and being silly. And we yeah. drive by, and we're driving through Oshawa and there's a big sign of our company called Mr. Safety Shoes. And we're both kind of quiet in the car and i see the sign and i turn to him like hey yo mr safety shoes or something to that effect yeah I it was did kind a, of hey
0: mr safety shoes what is this mr safety shoes? yeah but you said it automatically with an inflection and i kind yeah. of picked it up too and i'm like i don't know I did a bit and who does this guy think he started, is mr safety shoes and we started riffing off of each other started
2: pissing her pants laughing i was like that seems like kind of a good thing so mm. we told austin about it and over the last well, we did, months we
0: did mr safety shoes a lot for a long time before yeah. we told anybody
2: yeah and then
0: it came up and it started Coming up in front of other people, and we were like, "Well, I guess we kind of have to explain." Can't
2: keep it contained. No, <laughs> we've
0: created a character inside of our psyches collectively who doesn't exist, but we treat him like family. And then people <laughs> look at us fucking weird. Yeah,
2: yeah and fine. then Mr. Safety Shoes's family has grown to include Addie,
0: Addie, um, who's a attic fisherman, an attic fisherman. and fish Addie's his cousin. His yeah, cousin, is, that's right. Right.
1: It, yeah, You better not call him Arthur Only his mother calls him Arthur She's a fucking saint <laughs> This is a really weird phone call that Bob and I had uh, Oh yeah, about a month about ago a month ago We were just shooting the shit And a weird ass tangent Came off About Marty Mr. Safety Shoes Artie uh, Artie, sorry, not Marty Artie.
0: Yeah, no, he's is just Mr. Safety yeah, Shoes yeah, he, he doesn't have a first name, I know, right? I apologize uh,
1: Artie, uh, the the he had A fisherman. fucking first
2: name. He works for a living. All right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, really weird, weird
1: <laughs> conversation, but funny. That's how. That's how a lot of this like creative shit comes. Out, at least I will. You
2: call me Arthur one more time. I will step on your fucking neck. That's and right. I'm wearing my cousin's fucking shoes, so it will feel like You're I'm crushing, crushing a, a cloud.
0: cloud. That's right. <laughs> So Aww. it's just,
2: and then you know, June
0: came up recently. June was a recent In our last addition. Episode?
2: It's Mr. Safety Shoes, the sister, and it's just, it's <laughs> kind of, <laughs> she's
0: a, and she's a delicate flower.
2: <laughs> she's yeah. a delicate flower. Fuck, rips the throat right out. Of a very body. delicate flower. But it's just kind mm. of indicative of what me and Dawson <laughs> have been doing pretty much as long as we've known each other. Because when I met you, Arrow, you would, I would, you know, riff on you something, did or jump do for characters that. or do voices, and you. would it's like you friends would look at me like I'm on drugs I'm like fine and when and you used... tell them like he just does like he looks at shit and just says things I'm like dude when you say it like that I sound like an idiot like, I sound like I'm <laughs> well, mentally unstable <laughs> yeah, well like
0: but... the first couple of times that you that you did the Joshua the character. Joshua voice
2: where i just say something you know I'd look yes. at somebody and I'd just be like well you know it's been really hard at home since their mom had the chemotherapy and I'd just go because dad <laughs> does that right yeah, yeah. so I've always kind of I've prided myself in trying to do more keep it going keep it going yeah. until you lose you totally lose it and see yeah how yeah, yeah. insanely made up and complicated you can make these people's lives that don't exist. Yeah. And me and Dawson have been doing that forever. And I think it's just a national or not national offshoot, <laughs> a natural offshoot of writing, because when I'm sitting down to do characters, that's really all you're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. just you're just building these lives and just listening. And that's what I kind of like about saying it all really quickly, because then you're just finding out. Yeah. You know. Well, the first guy I think that you and
1: I ever came up with together was basically just a rip off of Carmen. Just yes. sounds like hugely obese child that his
0: daddy was in a neighbor.
1: He's just always eating way too much. I uh, need my uh, Daddy.
0: Then
1: <laughs> he go into cardiac arrest. He'd,
3: Get the deep kid <laughs> pack, daddy. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Daddy. <laughs> my skin's
2: too raw from all the pierogies. <laughs> 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 just right? Ow! What happened? I had it. They sat me with the paddle, but I still had it. I still had an ego under my shirt. <laughs> you, know, you just you just go with things and just see where yeah. doing characters like that is a riot because you never know where it's gonna get you and you sometimes you just say the most outrageous horrible oh, shit. You, oh, you know,
0: I'm I'm I miss Joshua. Yeah. I do. I act I actively. Do you remember Joshua? Vaguely. Did he was know? very he was very concerned with responsibility. <laughs> and... talking
2: about someone when they're not around is a sheer sign of being rude.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Sure sign. Thank you.
0: And he used to do Joshua when we started dating and it just, it made my heart light up and it made me simultaneously so uncomfortable because Joshua was clearly not all there. He was a little
2: (laughs) spectrumy. He was a little spectrumy
0: and I'm like, no, you're making fun, but you're not making fun. (laughs) And it just made me so
2: like, Mm.
1: but he's
0: such a sweet character and he's so funny and oh my God, he used to make me laugh and he literally just made my heart sing. Good hearted. He was so good-hearted. Joshua. Joshua's
2: the best. It's hard to do it on command, Yeah, you
1: can't do it on command. You have to be able to feel it. For sure. Well,
2: (laughs) if you're fourth, there's only one thing you should judge them when it's the size of their heart.
3: See? It makes you feel giddy. It's so
1: funny because... It's funny because the big thing... When when we first started doing those voices and stuff, I was doing impersonations.
2: That
0: was yeah. my
1: big
2: thing.
0: Initially. Well, because you do a great you do a great Chris and Golem. Oh <laughs> well,
1: yeah, amongst I, I, others. Yeah, I, yeah, amongst others. Yeah, you know,
2: dance monkey, uh, do it. What right now? Yeah, well, why not? You're on your own radio show. Dance monkey, dance monkey.
1: I guess I can start off with a little bit of Chris. You know, just, hey mom, you remember that goldfish we flushed down the toilet? It wasn't dead,
0: <laughs> you know, which is really
1: just an up-pitched Buffalo Bill, mm-hmm. where it's like, yes. "Oh yeah, was she a great big fat person?" You know, which <laughs> is like that was just so <laughs> gross. And <it's laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose <laughs> again. You know, that's re—it's it's just Bill, but but up a little bit higher, which I think really the musical training has a lot to do with being able to get the voice. You know, <laughs> or. Or, um, we were... We was talking about Gollum just a bit earlier, you (laughs) see. That is pitch perfect. (laughs) It's so perfect.
0: Your is amazing.
1: Actually, right now, what I'm doing, Precious, is a little bit more smegger because
0: Gollum is a little bit darker and a little bit meaner and
1: more vicious. False. False. Right? (laughs) So he's like, (laughs) he's a little more fucked. Which is funny though, because Gollum is not that far off of when uh, Maurice LaMarche was doing um, Slimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But nope. that's not right. Uh, no, that's not Frank right. It was it Fred Walker? You're Frank, right. Sorry. Fred Walker did the Frank, voice in the Real Ghostbusters. That's Ghost right. That Billy was. West did Slimer yes. on Ghosts. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'm getting confused. Sorry. And because uh, uh, just to clarify my confusion, Billy West and Maurice LaMarche are two of the big dogs on Futurama, Futurama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which is why I'm getting fucked up but yeah you're right it was it was no brain 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 yeah pinky is rob paulson yes um but yeah uh which uh oh uh i haven't done Slimer in a long time but uh he's actually not that far off either of um uh the the nibbler voice which uh not not the really deep i can't can't quite hit that pitch properly but um, no one can
2: frank walker other than frank
1: walker but um but like the uh the weird
3: you're so you know,
1: like those kind of like weird, like cutesy.
0: The animal sounds.
1: You know, like you that kind of. You can do the high pitched very well. Yeah, and you, and you can turn it into creature sounds too when you're like, oh, I gotta back up from the mic. But like.
3: <laughs> for like weird demon that.
1: stuff or like. <laughs> For like the baby bird dinosaur kind uh, of shit, or if you yeah. get like some kind of like something to echo in, you can get it. It's a little go-gira. bit dif- Yeah, a little bit more different Blech. like that. Which is that's that's like D. Bradley Baker kind of tricks. Yeah. Obviously nowhere near as good as that guy is, but when you get, um, I think the musical is that training really, and the really helps. And the
2: no, uh, no that's Michael Winslow. Yeah, that's way lower. Uh, D.
1: Bradley Baker, uh, actually, um, something that you would probably know him from. He's Klaus on American Dad. He's the fish.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, he's. I mean, he's a million other things yeah. too. Yeah. He, like, has, he doesn't have like a real signature character. But... Not because he's such a fucking chameleon. The go- yeah. He is a god in mm-hmm. the voice acting community. He really is. Um, but, but yeah, mimicry was the big thing. Like. Um, like to wow. be the dog he, he just he's, he's just really kind of depressed and maybe a bit of a hypochondriac I would imagine nice. you know but <laughs> you know which is really just a down pitch it's me you know oh, where is it there it is oh camping, you know from the Disney <laughs> uh from to the Disney yeah. Pan yeah um which is fun uh I don't know I just your Zoidberg's pretty yeah. spot on too it's yeah. getting there it's it's getting better Where uh I can't see from down here, I can't, you know? <laughs>
0: you just, but, you gotta be a Jewish doctor yeah. from Brooklyn. It'll work.
1: Yeah. It's that, those vaudevillian mushmouth mouth yeah. uh, performers that mm-hmm. Billy West is doing, which is a lot of fun. And then, you know, uh, everybody's got their own, um, their own walking, which, you know, Bob, baby, I'm so glad to have you on the show today. <laughs> You know, it's just, it's...
0: We're here. Yeah. Accepted.
2: It's a nice place to be. Yeah, it's, you know... It's, <laughs> so we feel warm inside, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cold outside. In the month of May.
0: The guys that brought me here. <laughs>
2: abandoned, abandoned me. They.
0: Abandoned. Bastard. Bastards. Abandoned.
1: Bastards. Good night, moon. Oh. Good night, room. Good night, cow. Jumping over the moon.
2: Children, please. It's actually Jay uh, scooting a little closer. The guy doing the walk in there is Jay M- Marsh Marsher. Maybe it who was it is. A, it it oh,
1: is. okay. I, yeah, he was. I uh, can't remember. That was The Simpsons, though. Yeah, long time was, ago. Um, he was doing the children's reading. Yeah, at the, some book fair or something.
2: The guy on Scrubs who screwed around with Jordan, the doctor, his nemesis. He's married to uh, the. Oh, hunter. Jay Mower. Jay Moore. He was the one doing uh, walking? walking in that wasn't yeah. that
1: makes sense. They, um, he started doing the walking impression after they did Suicide Kings. You ever see that flick? I've seen pieces of it. Really cool. Yeah. Or I liked it anyway. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like before we started like creating dopey ass characters, there's a lot of impressions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I used to, I used to do cause, but you kind of have to stay away from that now. A little. A little. Unless it's... <laughs> so does he. <laughs> <laughs> cosby dracula yeah. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> but yeah and you know like a lot of the simpsons characters like professor frank was one of my favorites to do you know as a kid and like same Leia? with the, yeah yeah, that guy you know it's like well that would require something like a rebegator which is a concept mm. so outrageous makes me want to laugh out loud <laughs> you know which is mm-hmm. lots of fun or the uh the squeaky voice team you know um uh, We're not great. supposed to date the help or yeah. the, uh, the customers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, your taco fell in the fryer. That kid.
3: I'll get it. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, so all that kind of shit was so much fun to do. And then, but then, yeah, like started like actually coming up with different voices mm-hmm. and backgrounds for people, which was really cool. Cause that I found, at least for me, um, it really pushed the limits of the creativity across the board. Mm-hmm. so that it seeped into the music it seeped into lyric writing in a big way and it's really funny because um, I know before you have commented on the amount of work I'm always trying to do which, thank you, I'm glad you noticed mm-hmm. because I was trying to bust ass um, but does your re- wife know? <laughs> uh
2: uh-huh. yeah uh uh-huh. me <laughs> Okay. I wasn't expecting.
1: I was not expecting that suffix. Neither was she. Nah, damn it. See, I was going to say it, but I thought that might be inappropriate.
0: You thought it before you damn, said dog, it. Damn, no, dog.
2: inappropriate. Sesame Street teaches you about sodomy. Brought to you by the puppet Snuff-a-Sodomy.
1: <laughs> Come on, man. Do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. Brian.
0: <laughs> We're going to have ants. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's going under the fridge. Oh, no. We're going to have ants. <laughs> I worked with a guy named Brian at Colette for a long time in Toronto. And after eventually, once I felt comfortable enough with him, once because he, he started, started later, I started anytime he'd come in, I'd say... Brian, <laughs> like every time I'd greet him, and he's like, "Why are you doing that?" And I'm like, "Family Guy." He's like, "I don't really want to watch it." And I showed do him the, the clip. You're Gonna finish that book there, Brian. Mm? Hey Brian, with words and sentences so, now beginning, middle, and end. A little bit of punctuation. Hey Brian. Oh, I'm sure
1: you'll get around to finishing it.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I finally had to show him the clip, and like to this day, every time I see him, Brian and oh he God. like grumbles at me and
2: oh like God. yes but i think i guess you know because i guess there'll be creative people yeah. listening to the show you know sure. including friends and families i think it's it's important that if you're you know like dawson's a musician but he collaborates with me on story stuff we're yeah. always working on voices and character you know i'm not a musician but i'm always listening to rough mixes and like yeah. well, what about this and what about that and Well, this is what I hear, you know, and nine times out of 10, it all goes. But if, you know, a lot of times he'll say something that will get me moving and spark an idea, or I'll say something, he'll be like, well, no, what you said is stupid, but the opposite of that would be really cool. (laughs) You know, well, Well, I don't think I'm necessarily that blunt, but it's, you know, it's what he's thinking.
1: (laughs) No, no, it just depends on something that might be so far away from the final product If it is the springboard for it, then Mm -hmm. some credit is due to that, right? And uh, from very early on, you and I, and I think it almost stems back to our initial meeting, which almost came to blows. (laughs) Um, yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) not too much. Um, but yeah, right. uh. (laughs)
3: Ah. oh yeah
1: the most yucks so far Yuck. oh. um but yeah no i think just having that sort of almost almost competitive but <laughs> but seriously okay? nurturing sort of <laughs> you like that <laughs>
2: fucking whack to the throat is fucking funny man but you are right it's it it, i guess it could say you could see a bit of competitive but it's almost it started that way i think it's important for for creative people if you're if you have a friend with somebody like you you know whatever your art is even if you're in a band together or you write together i think it's it's healthy to start with a little bit of that competitive sure but it i think it it, drives what we turned into more so is i can't bring them shit yeah, and exactly. I, I can you can fool yourself all day, but if you've got even one person in your creative circle where you know that I could show something to somebody and get just general feedback, and they yeah. would be like, "Oh, this is great," but like, it was just the worst feedback in the world. Yeah, you know that. Oh, what? Oh, it's really good. No, just don't. I wish I haven't even given it to you. If yeah. that's all you're saying, that's yeah. completely useless to me. This is really good. But if you find somebody that you know that if you give them shit, you can't pull it past them, Yeah, they're exactly. going to go, well, this is great, but, but what let's look this? at this page right here, yeah. because I think you know what we're going to talk about. So yeah. why don't you tell me about it? Yeah. You know, and you know that you can't yeah, sneak it, that past. It forces you to grow and to yeah.
1: improve. And the other thing is, too, is not only I can't bring them shit, but I have to bring them something. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing is, and so at least... I know for me, and I'm sure for you too, there's probably reams of shit that you've written that I've never seen because oh, yeah. it didn't pass muster for you yep. to feel like you could bring it up. Mm-hmm. And same with me. And, and and I'm sure you've done the same thing with a lot of your stuff too, mm-hmm. where it's almost like that. Some people do it as free writing, other people just whatever, just but to exercise that muscle of, of your creativity to just always be producing stuff, even mm-hmm. if it is shit, you can let that Yep, bad stuff fall away because you've been working out Mm -hmm. mentally Mm -hmm. and then when you actually sit down or when the muse really strikes you now you've you've now you have these tools you've got these skills that you've been developing this whole time and you can just fucking jump on that wave and you can surf it until until the wave dies down but then now i've got this awesome enough.
2: starting point. I've got enough that I can pick it up and I can nurse it. I can yeah. it will I have enough on the paper that it will tell me the rest. Exactly. I don't exactly. have to sit there and go, Jesus, I have no fucking idea. Where you can look at it and go, Well, I don't know what'll happen, but I'll sit I have enough that I can listen to the story. Yeah. And it'll tell me what to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah.
2: or you can listen to the first half of your song and go, I got I have no idea what the rest of the song's about. But mm-hmm. I know I have enough here. They give it a few days. Yeah, she'll tell me the rest. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, Same yeah. with the story or the movie or or my critique of like how do I get down into this? I'm assuming I've actually never written any kind of critical analyses, but mm. I would assume it's got a similar sort of Two. starting point,
2: like how your kind of process of working into the material or. Because you tend to go and you'll do the whole thing at once. Yeah.
0: I have a very hard time leaving a piece and coming back to it. I have to kind of do it all at once. Which has almost always been the way I've written. Which is why Mm. starting to try and train myself not to do that has been incredibly painful. And I find myself just not doing it because it sucks. Yeah. But it's like you said. It's a muscle. You have to flex it. You You have to exercise it and you have to try. And I think one of... Like, I mean, I've done it before. I don't do it often. But I've done it before. But within the last year i wrote a piece that was for the cbc creative Nonfiction competition and unfortunately i didn't place but now that means i got to shop it around and try and sell it which is good i'm gonna see about Hazlitt and everything but um that i wrote in chunks and i came back to Mm -hmm. and it and i and i did like four or five drafts which is very strange for me because i usually edit as i go which also makes me a crazy person and then I'll maybe go over it afterwards and do some fine touching. Right. But for the most part, I edit as I write. And it's it's an extremely long-winded process doing it that way. And I'm trying to train myself not to do that. And just to write, just get it out.
2: Yeah. And
0: then go back and crop and cut and paste, move well, and, and, and edit and, and structurally change. And, and it's also good, I find, like, unrelated to that, but related to, you know, you were saying, you know, it's good to have somebody that you can give your work to and they will call you on your shit. You know for damn sure, Bob, that when whatever you give me, I g- I will be honest. Well, we had to
2: have a few talks on the difference between honesty and dickness. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's
0: well. Sometimes it's, yeah,
2: the truth hurts, but the truth doesn't always need to be mean. Well, and so that's the thing, thing is that I was
0: I was also because when when I started editing your stuff, you you asked me to edit your work and i'm like oh cool great okay uh this grammar sucks you have to change this the spelling here is wrong here's the things you need to change and it just looked like it was bleeding like i printed it off and i marked it in red ink and it's like be gentler please at least use some spit something yeah but <laughs> move that shit up man I, it. but i've i've always been very honest <laughs> i've always been very honest with you about your stuff and about what needs changing and what needs mm-hmm. fixing and and I've learned to put on the cl- the kid gloves when I do that. I didn't for one project, like, at all put on the kid gloves. There was the one that, you know. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. know. Yeah. you
2: held it down, put a parking cone in its ass, and poured broken glass and razor blades down. Yeah,
0: it. I did. That's why I said I didn't put on the kid gloves. It was
2: really rough. Yeah. And I asked you for some Bactine, and you wrapped the Bactine label around a bottle of Tabasco.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was mean visual, about that uh,
2: one. It sizzled. It was very angry. You know that's on the internet somewhere, too. What's, what's great
0: now, what, what I love. That rule 43? What is 43? Is it 43? We were I talking about I this. So. But what I love about that is that now you know that I'm not being dishonest when I say that I absolutely adore. Ninety percent of your work, your stories, I think, are phenomenal. Your writing, I think, is phenomenal just because you've that. seen what it's like when you give me something that I'm just like, no, this is shit. I don't mm. like this at all. This bad. And you're like, be kind. And I'm like, but should I? You don't want to, like, to write yeah,
2: that, even lie. if it's stupid. At least lie no, to me I for know, about thirty and seconds.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, that's don't just lie it. in the long term. It's not about, know. but it's not even about lying. It's about it's it's about tact and it's mm. about delicacy. Yeah and and compassion
1: for sure well i remember the first time i gave a hush like you know, it was way meaner than it needed to be um you you wrote some lyrics and sent them to me and i was like dude these are terrible
2: and you, you were just like i spent days and days agonizing over because i have i have a very poor sense of natural melody like i'm not that guy yeah you know but i i <laughs> love putting words together yeah. i just do and you know, we would sit for hours and hours out in the garage and, you know, smoke cigarettes and you'd just play different open chords and stuff and we'd just noodle. Yep. And most of it would all go in the trash. Yeah. But it was great and I had agonized over these lyrics and I felt really pleased that I said them to you and it was just like, dude, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, what are you thinking about? And I,
1: I, do, I feel kind of bad about the way in which I addressed my criticisms because it was way fucking nastier than it needed to be. To be fair, they were awful. They were not good.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> neither but, was neither was that script. To be fair. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's fucking get past
2: Whispers in the Woods. Well, okay. Well, we've been how long have we been, been at this story, right now? How Whispers long? in the we've Woods. We've been, been doing this a little, struggling what, along we for we about 13 years. probably probably. Two and, probably, and a half. Two and a half, I would say. So let's two hours in. Let's stop picking out Whispers in the Woods.
0: I, so we just started <laughs> that,
2: that script is trying really hard to be magical okay mm. so just to reiterate every
1: friday my modern superior on <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on soundcloud been itunes been yeah. pocketcast you stitcher can hear me and ariel do this a frame apart and uh you guys have you got the twitter
0: twitter at a frame apart cast yeah that's right and we got the instagram at a frame apart cast and we got the facebook a frame apart
3: there you go (laughs) and uh, okay so subscribe
1: like and follow these cats
0: yes and please do it honestly like and subscribe and leave a comment on uh on itunes because the more people uh the more people subscribe the more people comment and the more people rate progressively the more visible the podcast becomes yeah
3: absolutely so now
0: thankfully we as of as of the date of recording we have three comments none of them are from dawson
1: i've only commented on one of your shows actually yeah but
0: you didn't comment on itunes you commented on soundcloud useless to us
1: Why, why would I comment on iTunes? iTunes it, is...
0: it, Commenting on iTunes is what increases the visibility. Because we're, oh. we're invisible. The way iTunes works is if you don't have any interaction with the content, if people don't interact with it, it is deemed less worth paying attention to, essentially. Uh. And it, it is it is physically less visible. So people will not automatically find it. It won't show up in lists. It won't be noticeable. Okay. The more people write reviews on iTunes the more visible the show becomes to the general populace.
1: You heard it fir- here first, folks. Don't listen to it anywhere but
2: iTunes. Well, not listen to it <laughs> wherever. Well, listen to it on SoundCloud because we subscribe. can see the numbers. <laughs> okay. Subscribe on subscribe iTunes. On leave iTunes. a comment. Like. Yeah. It'll be the same when, when 646 goes live. Like, yeah. Yeah, yes, do, that, do the you know. same. Yeah. Like
0: and yeah. subscribe and rate everywhere and anywhere that you can, but especially on iTunes for sure. And will somebody please think of the children and go to Google Play Music? I did. Like, apparently, it's physically impossible.
1: Yeah. It's, it's not it's not impossible, but it's, it is time consuming and it is an arduous process no, for, to get uh, there. For,
0: for Alba in Spain, it, they, they, she's not allowed to listen to podcasts.
1: That's ridiculous. It literally will play. not let yeah. her
0: play podcasts. It,
1: so it's like a regional restriction, then?
0: I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah, because sometimes you go to a website and be like, sorry, you live in Canada. Uh, uh, Ta- uh, I didn't, didn't say, say the, the magic, magic word. word. Yeah.
0: Uh, 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 get out of my head. <laughs> this happens a lot I yeah. think we just watched I mean, Jurassic
2: Park last week or mm.
0: something or hadn't watched it a million times but since that Dawson
2: sounded like you were trying to wrap it up uh, I was we, getting close to the end of I our, think we're coming to the of end we're coming to the end
1: yeah and I, I feel Shenanity. like I should probably finally start plugging some of my own shit yeah. my name is Dawson McManus I am a musician I am slowly building a recording studio and hopefully it'll be up and running before too too long gonna have uh uh, a record coming out under
2: my name now when the recording studio's up what will you be capable of doing for people in the studio what would, service will you be offering services
1: uh, well uh it'll be sound capture and mixing for mastering you're going to want to take it someplace else for someone who really knows what they're doing for mastering because that's a totally different ball of wax from engineering like sound engineering and and sound capture uh i'm also not half bad producer I can really help you polish up your tunes. I can help you kind of fix up some lyrical issues if you're having anything, any kind of trouble there. I am a session player. I um, aside from the uh, studio six four six, I am also in a band called Broken Harmony. I do some solo work. Um, lots of lots of fun, entertaining stuff and uh, and
2: he's 17th on the list of world's greatest lovers. So that's not bad.
0: <laughs> Don Juan who?
1: Oh god. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he's 18. To be yeah, fa- 18, to be fair, yeah. Bob would know.
1: Yeah. That's yeah.
0: It's very hands on.
2: Wasn't 35?
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: 34. Yeah.
3: Hey, you get back here. <laughs>
1: oh god. So, no matter how weird or wacky any of that may seem.
2: <laughs> rip don't, don't rip our exit, man. It's my what are you doing, trough. man. Oh, no it's... matter how weird or wacky that may seem, motherfucker.
0: Again, with the Sammy J. It's fun! Sam Jackson, Jackson
2: is. not coming down on my, my enjoyment. I'm not. Then right. he was in Jurassic Park. This park's full of dinosaurs, motherfucker!
0: I have had it with these motherfucking dinosaurs Yo. on this motherfucking park.
2: You man, go. your brother is the voice of nature. What's with all the nature run amok?
0: It's so crazy. the a bitch in that fucking
2: scenario. Get that brother and narrate some peace and fucking quiet in this pack. Uh, Jesus. You should have just read them go the fuck to sleep. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> hey,
1: Velociraptor, put down my arm and go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so on this that. This has been fun. Yeah, I've, I have had a blast. Hope well, you guys have enjoyed. Thanks for
2: sticking with it yeah, if, if you if come you've, to the end of this. Yeah,
0: thanks for that, guys.
2: The complete and utter bananity of the whole thing.
0: Manamana. <laughs> I didn't, Manomana. that's a of real song. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I just
2: finished reading the Jim Henson biography and they talk about that when they did that in like the 60s on some uh, variety show. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was an actual song. Oh. Well, I thought yeah. it was like composed like for the Muppets. Oh, yeah. Because so they wrote so much fun original fun. music for the show. It you know it would
0: be fun? Mm. If we broke into it right now and you segued out into the actual recording.
2: No, that wouldn't be fun. <laughs> Monom- monomena is funny when the muppets do it it's, uh, it's like you need the visual it's like listening to people in the real lo- the real world say giggity and you want to hit him with a pillowcase full of. some bricks. people can do it though
0: Menomina. oh come on guys
2: <laughs>
1: We had our drifters moment. Yeah. Uh, 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 I'm going gonna, gonna to live with that. So, do you uh, have an outro? Do you have a thing that you do? I don't. I normally just say thanks for listening to 646. We've had Bob Barrow, Ariel Fisher, I'm Dawson McManus. They are frame just apart. Like You've been listening to 646. I have yourself a good night.
3: Know. Where are those tops? Listen. Hey.